And by the way, Brainstem, don't worry about senility, man. It hits us all sooner or later. Uncontrollable oily discharge. One of the hardest parts of my job is to connect Iraq to the war on terror. <laughs> Love me and agree with me. <laughs> you fairy. Hey, she is a handsome woman. This were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. <laughs> I am not gay. I never have been gay. Gay, 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 gay. Not gay, not gay. Gay, 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 gay. Oh, hey, that's a good looking guy. Gay. 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 I hear the voices. Voices, 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 voices. I'm a commander guy. the moon tonight and our culture is advanced beyond all that you can possibly comprehend with 100% of your brain that's how we define common article 3 what did Iraq have to do with what? the attack on the World Trade Center nothing oh god why didn't anybody tell you oh my god my insides are on fire no, no, please. No more. No more. No. Get the phone. Call 911. Okay. Okay. I think it's all gone. I think it's... I don't want it. I don't want it. Peter, I need you to hold my ears. But guess what? I don't want it. What? 1004 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year. First show of the new year, Wednesday, January the 2th. Aren't you excited about that? No. No. Let's just take another few days off. Yesterday, oh, oh, it was pretty boring yesterday. God. I'm so glad that this time of the year is over with. Oh, I know. You're a party pooper, Neil. You just died with that. That's right. I'm a party pooper. Or just a pooper. WQAM, Happy New Year. Nobody on there. See? And there were a whole bunch of them ringing there for a second, and I thought, that must be a mistake. They must be talking about the bowl games yesterday. I don't watch any of those bowl games. I watched that make-believe hockey game in Buffalo. What a concept, snow in Buffalo in the wintertime. How unusual. 
Idiots. It smacked of desperation, the whole thing. Oh, but there were 73,000 people there, yeah. And if they brought a pair of binoculars, they could actually see a little of what was going on on the ice. And I use the term ice loosely because there was, like, snow all over during the entire... Oh, brother. Just just uh, pathetic, Gary Bettman. Tragic. And the fact that it counted for three points in the standings, it was a regulation tie, so Buffalo and Pittsburgh each got a point, and then Pittsburgh got the extra point for winning a shootout. Playing in snow. But nevertheless, it just goes to show how desperate they are. Got a lot of things to say, but I probably better not say them. Clarence was in to see us this morning, and some sales holes, too. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. Clarence's best line was, uh, well, uh, what was the exact line? I don't want to misquote him. I don't know. There was so Is many. there a chance that you're staying, he said to Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. In case you stay. Yeah, there's a chance you're going to get smart, too, Clarence, but I wouldn't count on that either. WQAM, hello. QAM, is there anybody alive out there? Hello? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Frank from Miami. Yeah. And I wanted to say this morning, uh, Happy New Year, first of all. Well, back to you, Frank. Yeah, and um, and just to think that how fast this year might be going, because we're in, already in January 2nd. But I wanted to make a comment. Yeah, about, isn't this year uh, flying by? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make a comment about Cam Cameron and his approach with... Oh, I'll do it on a sports show. Okay, this isn't one of them. Idiot. Schmuck. I take back the Happy New Year, by the way. How do you like that? Yeah. You know something? I'm going to get out of my system, too. In fact, you know, we make these New Year's resolutions. This whole sports illness, it's it's, it's like a mental, it's like a disease. Like a disease, and like I told you a long time ago, and I've been saying it over and over again, I said it before the show this morning, we've been on the wrong station for a long time, okay? Yeah. Now, see, you don't have any credibility in this because you're not a sports spectator fan like I am and have been for many, many years. It's just, right. you know, so you But have it no could have been anything. Any other one topic will fill in the blank, I would have had just as much of a problem. This, this isn't a sports station. This is an insane station. These are crazy mm-hmm. people. It's a cult. That's all they know. There's nothing else in the world that's going on that they are capable of talking about. That's all they know. Oh, did you see the fight? Did you see the game? Did you see the... Yeah, right. Well, whichever one it happens to be. Just mind-blowing. We don't care about Scam Cameron or about Bill Parcells or any of that crap on this show. These are four hours a day. Uh, they had a kid. You know, i, I got to tell you something. I didn't tell anybody. Norma Kant, who's a real pansy. Norma Kant, in one of his phone calls, I don't know, a week ago, whenever the hell it was, he says to me, and, of course, this is after he had spoken, Joyce, which we don't, you know, we can't, we can't uh, reveal the uh, nuts and bolts of that conversation. Although if the two of them were talking about nuts, well, there weren't any. But anyway, uh, so Norma calls and says, well, you know, you've been privileged and blessed for several years to be, you know, making this kind of money. I've been privileged and blessed. How do you like that? <laughs> See, the way I look at it is this radio station has been privileged and blessed to have this show on their station for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's the way I look at it. They've been privileged and blessed. I haven't been privileged or blessed. I've been cursed. And for him, my agent lawyer slash faggot to be calling me up and making a song and a dance about, well, you know, you've been, that's just a cop-out is what it is, Norma, just an excuse for your being a weakling, for being a 199-pound weakling, a 220-pound tub of weakness. That's what that is, Norma. Happy New Year, by the way. God, privileged and blessed. Remember that song by Precious and Few? Privileged and blessed, da-da-da, remember that? Yes. Precious and Few, wasn't that the real song? Climax, yeah. Who did I say it was by? I don't know. 
by Precious and Few. Well, whatever. There it is. Precious and Few are the people with a, with a IQ larger than their thumbnail in, in sports nerd radio. Depend on it. See, I can barely even hear it. It's so low in the back, and I cocked it up anyway. Nice going there, Neil. Cranked all the way up there. Yeah, crank is the word. It's a quiet climax. QAM, hello. By climax. Yeah. White House hopeful Dennis Kucinich, this is important news, who's not likely to survive a first round of balloting in Thursday's Democratic Iowa caucus, that's tomorrow, today told his supporters to back Senator Barack Obama as their second choice. Oh. Attaboy, little Dennis. While Kucinich was barely pulling any uh, back, any backing cord of the polls, he was like a uh, statistical, like, kind of like uh, Joel Feinberg, a statistical asterisk thereby making it likely he would make the 15% threshold vote needed to win delegates. His voters going for Obama in the second round could be critical for Obama coming out of Iowa ahead of Swillery and John Edwards. Kucinich spokesman Andy Junowitz said the deal was finalized today, and Obama called him about 2 p.m. Central Time to thank him for his support, meaning yesterday. In making the second-choice deal with Obama, Kucinich decided not to do a replay of 2004, where his followers were asked to support Edwards as their second choice, helping to provide Edwards with his margin for coming in second. In a statement, Obama said, I have a lot of respect for Congressman Kucinich, and I'm honored he's done this because we both believe deeply in the need for fundamental change. That's right. And when he was asked if he wanted to say anything else about Kucinich, you know what he said? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Right. But other than that, I think Obama's going to win. That's what the new polls are showing in Iowa tomorrow in the caucus. Good. That Swillery's going to take him right up the old... Wrecked him. Shoot. Okay, let's see how the polls are doing here, Okay. Well, we got everybody's got polls. We got our polls. We got the new Iowa poll. We got polls up the old earlobe. What's your number one New Year's resolution this year? Was our poll over the uh, couple of days, New Year's and yesterday? Lose weight. We had a thousand thirty-nine votes, by the way. Lose weight, three hundred and thirty-seven. Don't have any resolutions, three sixteen. That's right. Why make them? Because we break them anyway. Right. Although I haven't been to Woodbine yet for the New Year. I didn't say I was never going again. By the way, did I say that? No. No. I said I'm cutting way back. Have more sex, 127. Well, I haven't started on that one yet either, but I'm thinking about it. Of course, I'm always thinking about it. Who's, who isn't? Right. Get a new job, 93. Find a mate, 53. Stop drinking or drugs, 43. Do more drugs, 41. That was oh, George's right. choice, and I'm sure he's mm-hmm. off to a good start. Yep. And get a divorce, 29. Well, when you do more drugs, it generally uh, leads to a s- smelly, nasty divorce. That's what no. I'm hearing. Keeps you together. What? said, how's it going, eh? <laughs> Don't start the new year on a negative note. Be positive like me. I'm Triple positive. Sports nerds and ass. The ass that they deserve. And by the way, speaking of ass, Joe Bell, we took a poll before the show today, and we've decided he is the biggest lunkhead in the history of this business. I worked for several lunkheads in my time. Stanley Cohen, uh, Tim Williams. Oh, I worked for some of the biggest. Uh, Lou Crone. Oh, I'm sorry. His kid works at Power. Uh, Lou Crone. He's a good guy, though. Well, his son. Yes. Well, so don't uh, blame him for his daddy being uh, a long never. But Joe Bell's got them all beat sideways to a hell. The biggest lunkhead, the biggest zero who ever came down to Pike. Today's poll, and we've done this before, but I'm, I'm digging out the oldies for the new year. It's the first time we did it this year. Speaking of sex, 628 votes. Do you consider yourself exclusively heterosexual? 480. Bisexual, 56. Now, it's interesting how bi- the first time we did this, bisexual only had 23. A lot of bi's out there now. 
Not Maybe. sure, 39. Exclusively homosexual, only 34. 5.4%. First time we did this, 7.3%. We're, uh, we're losing the homos. By the way. And asexual, 19. By the way, what? Those, those not shores? Yeah. Bisexual. No. Gay. Gay. Okay. Just like those bisexuals. Okay. Gay. Just yeah. can't come to terms with it. Right, there you go. Even anonymously, even on a poll like this, which nobody sure, really gives a I, I know. know. Even anonymously, that's called really in the closet. Right. Okay? Deep, deep in there. The way back among the cowboys. Behind the mouthful. The sports leader.
Greg hates you. Boys are a dead, the dead beat paradise. Only good for a quick visit or to die. Rotting men grow swamps in hell all you want and pass out from just one whiff. Old and cranky Jews, angry Cubans who welcome you with the shaking feast. <laughs> so hard you stink and smell. I'm off to the great white north to laugh as I watch you die. To Canada where the air is cool and the soda is dry. Oi! Okay, 1018, I, uh, I just nuked my bacon. Uh-huh. Where's George? Uh, still joicing. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just going to get up and go get it because the, uh, the little beeper went off, you know, which means it's ready. George is back rejoicing. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, he tried to go earlier, and it must have been full because yeah. you know, he would there come was no right back. The end. Yeah. So I guess he finally found an opening. And, uh, an opening? Yeah. Wrecked him. Well, I guess we all, they're like noses, man. Everybody's got one. Uh-huh. Like opinions. Okay, let's preview that great new schedule on QAM, shall we? Sure. We had the big dog all by himself this morning. What an improvement that is. Jesus, I didn't hear any of it. Oh, and listen, I don't want to rip Allison too bad because it's not her fault, but nevertheless, what was she giving you a song to dance about how Hank apologized at the end for cutting me short? He didn't do that. We listened to the end of the show. Not that he owes me any apology. I think she was trying to say that he apologized. Like he felt bad when they went into the break. Like after he didn't say anything he about on, that. Not on the air, no. But no. So what the hell difference does it make? I don't know. Allison, Allison. Felt, I know she felt bad. I felt bad because I felt like I mean, not that I need the airtime. I got my own four hours every day, but I was asked to call in, and they did. You know, on Monday after the organization stabbed Hank in the back, like they're doing to me. And uh, it was his last show on QAM. And so they had a bunch of people call in to say, hey, uh, all the best, Hank. You're great. We love you, blah, 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 and good luck. Well, yeah, it's a nice thing to do. And certainly management wasn't behind it. Because management wishes us all the worst luck. They wish us a, a, a wicked death, just like I wish Joe Bell wild, screaming, bloody diarrhea every day the rest of his life. Maybe he's the one that was in there uh, tapping his toe in uh, George's stall. Blowing out gallons of oozing bloody diarrhea. But at any rate, so I called in Hank about 5 o'clock on Monday to say, best of luck, and we worked together for 100 years, and you're a great guy, and ba-ba-ba, and you'll be okay. You know, just to joke around a little bit, just like when he called in here on Monday morning. Remember that? Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And I was on for, I don't know, now they say two minutes, so it had to be the fastest two minutes of my life. It seemed like seconds. Well, I, it no. probably, because I, I haven't been listening it to it. It wasn't no two minutes. I think it probably was about two minutes. We can try and, you know, find out what, well, what, what time did you call. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? The bottom line is I had barely had time to say hello and goodbye. Went, oh, we got Don Shula here. Bye, Neil. Hey, Coach. Ho, ho, ho. You know. Shula. I just love Shula's 
lack of a response when he said, oh, that was Neil Rogers. See, and I didn't hear that, of course, because yeah, of course, I, you know, you're up there. Right. I mean, I could have come rushing back in here and caught up with the delay, you know, but I'm not, uh, you know, I, I don't need to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah, well, you say goodbye, and he pulls on, uh, he yeah. brings up Don Shula, and he's like, he's like, so, uh, that guy that was, uh, that caller that was just on, he thinks it's okay to cheat? And Hank's like, oh, well, that, that's Neil Rogers. And there's like silence for about two seconds. And I was like, that's oh, right. so Hank, how you doing? You know, it's a yeah. shame. Like, uh -huh. just, there was no reaction. You want to know why? I just wasn't conscious. Yeah. As usual, he was in the brainstem. Needs help. We need some help. Oh, my God. So sad. But, you know, it's Don Shula. I mean, can I compete with Don Shula? No way. And he was on uh, uh, for an eternity, I'm sure. I, I didn't hear it. No, I think sure all the know. calls were about the length of your Get out of here. He must have been on for like ten minutes. No. I, I should have come running in here and listened to it. You should have. Not. We get Why do I want to do that? For nine ninety nine, you can buy the, uh, the the Hank's Last Day on CD. What are you talking about? I'm sure they're going to sell it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to sell it? Yeah, of course. Don Shula, I got news for you, man. The 72 Dolphins couldn't lick the Patriots' ass, okay? Not even close. And you couldn't lick Bill Belichick's ass either, brainstem. See, I think I think he resent he pretends that he doesn't remember who I am because of the fact that I was one of the few people that had the balls to go on here and say, "Hey, they fired Shula when he tried to act like you know like he retired." Didn't retire. They fired your ass, okay? Cranky old coot. I got to go hit my bacon, okay? You got something? Is George um, not back? Yeah, no, George still isn't back yet. Hold on one second. Holy cow! He must be uh, really joy He must be rejoicing from the holidays. Go grab your bacon. Why, you got something to fill up? Okay, good. I'll be right back. So how many people out there want to hear the uh, Neil Rogers calling to the Hank Goldberg show? Back that part of music, kill it. We got this new brand. They they don't have my old Schneider's microwavable bacon, and they got this new brand. So why don't you order it's it online? I usually buy it, and it, it just doesn't get as crisp. Why don't you order it online? You think I could? What's it called? Schneider's. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Schneider's microwavable bacon's great stuff. This stuff is crap. Not only isn't it as crisp, it's just crap. It's delicious, but no taste. God, it's awful. It tastes like cardboard. So George is still rejoicing? Either that or someone uh, held him up. Holy cow. Maybe he got taken hostage. Another couple of minutes goes by. We're going to have to call, declare an emergency. Wow. And he didn't... Uh, usually he'll send me like a text message or something saying, Oh, I'm still in here. Or was it like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe he forgot his cell phone. Maybe he had to make a mad dash. Maybe he's plotting something. I beg your pardon? Maybe he's plotting something. WQAM, hello. Happy New Year. Hey, hi, Neil. I, yes, I sir. miss you, man. Uh, this is a G-Man. I love uh -huh. you. We hate you still. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil? Yes, sir. How are you? Can, can you play uh, You Calling Hank Gilbert? What does that mean? Uh, the phone call. No. Something fun. I just want to laugh, man. I don't, I don't feel too well. Oh, there you go. Can you play you calling Hank? Yeah, 
just uh, can you play can you play a Babe Ruth's home run in the 1932 World Series, where he pointed out in uh, whatever he did, Charlie Root was the pitcher, I think. And the babe pointed out to the allegedly, and then of course they, oh, we made that all up. Well, whatever. Like Jesus, you know, they made that all up too. This bacon is so bad, I can't believe it. George is still not back. No, is it fully cut, fully cooked? I beg your pardon. What word did you just say? I don't know. Fully what? Fully cooked. I don't know. Um, I found their website. Let's see if you can order this. Well, we don't have to do this on the air. The audience doesn't give a crap about Schneider's microwavable bacon. You sure? If you were doing that for me, that would be very nice, but it doesn't mean, you know, I mean, sure, we'd like to kill some time, but these calls sure as hell do that. QAM, hello. Yeah, it's uh, New Year's, and I'm still frickin' smoking pot. Great. Well, good for you, okay? You're still frickin' smoking pot. You're still a moron. Once a moron, just ask Joe Bell, he'll tell you. See, I was thinking when I ran out to the kitchen to get my bacon, when the history of South Florida radio is written, there will be lots, there will be pages about Hank Goldberg and Neil Rogers. There won't even be like an asterisk about Jolly Joe Bell. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. Lunkhead. Been a lot of lunkheads in this business. Just another fat-ass lunkhead come down the pike. He's going to show the Beasleys. He's going to save them all this money, baby. All these overpaid Jews. We're going to get them all off the Well, whatever. Whatever makes you happy, baby. Because somewhere a year from now at this time, we're going to be on some other radio station kicking your ass. That's just a prediction. Did George ever come back? No. no. Sports Radio 
Lord even loves Neil Rogers. Radomsky shot me up Freud's last night. 30 cc's in my left cheek. And it's gonna keep me on on a winning streak. My muscles fold so much. He denies it, though. He's in denial that Roger. He said he never took it in the Rectum. needle, that is. 1031 at 560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday. Happy January 2nd. Happy New Year from all your good friends. I started to give the schedule. Now, did George ever come back? Yeah, I'm back. No, I'm boy, celebrating. Bro. What was going on there? Talk well, I could make something joys. funny up or, uh, you know, just infer what you will. Well, I couldn't get in there. See, somebody was marathoning in there before the oh, show. Oh, must have been Jolly Joe in that I kept going in. No, they were wearing ugly, ugly yeah. tennis shoes, and he's got his own private John anyway. But I kept trying to go, and somebody was in that stall. And you know how I can't use the handicrapper because it's too tall. It's too tall? Yeah, my feet dangle. It's got, it's can't got do hand any holes on there, though. It's business? got the handlebars. Like yeah, no, no, no. I need a nice low throne. Thank you very much. Hmm. And? And uh, I'm done. Everything's, uh, you know. It just took a while to get in there. For the moment, you should be having this experience because my stomach is grumbling too. Right? Maybe it's this nukable bacon. That could be. Did you find my Schneiders, by the way, Chris? He's not here. I think it's his turn. He didn't tell me Uh, where he was going. He just, you know, I walked past him as I was coming back. Yeah, he made a mad day. I don't know where he's going. Maybe he went downstairs to uh, smoke a joint. I have no idea. What's going on here today? Holidays are over, guys. That's what you think. Nothing worse than tooting your own horn. That's what Ron Jeremy told me. <laughs> you know who else told me that? Who? Another Ron. Oh, boy. Mo Ron. Oh, yeah. QAM, hello. Hey, buddy, how are you? Okay, how are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, I was just wondering. Sounds like G-Man again. No. No. This wouldn't be, no. He already called while you were dumping, by the way, George. Oh, gee, I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. And? Oh, and that guy just vanished. Yeah, he hung up. He was legit, but he just disappeared, sure. QAM, hello. You, God. Yes. Happy New Year to you. Same to you. Uh, I missed uh, your crossover with Hank, and I always enjoyed it, and uh, Chris mentioned that you might have that on tape, so if you could play it, I'd love to hear it. Crossover? 
Did you call in there on uh, Friday? Yeah, I called in. I was on for about, you know, a minute and a half, and then Shula called in, and they blew me off. Oh, that's too bad. That sucks. Anyway, mm -hmm. well, we'll miss Hank, so uh, happy New Year to you, buddy. And same to you. Yeah, uh, Hank will be missed badly. And see, Mad Dog, as much as I love him and as great as he is, and he really is uh, excellent, the fact of the matter is that last time they tried that 4-7, to seven, when he was following two hours of dead air with that, and before that it was that it didn't do all that great. See, when he follows me with a big lead, and he uh, manages to hang on to a big part of that audience, but when we invite the audience to tune out for a couple hours, um, a lot of times they forget to come back, especially with the tremendous promotional job this station does. Oh, yeah. So here's the new lineup today. We've got Big Dog all by himself, 7 to 10 in the morning. He was on all by himself this morning. Then I'm still here, 10 to 2. The Jack Show, Jason Jackson, 2 to 4. J uh, Jack's Jerks, whatever his name is, he's on 2 to 4. Then Mad Dog, like I said, 4 to 7. Dolphins All Access is still on because Wayne's got the uh, the place lassoed with John Linder, 7 to um, oh, only a half hour tonight. Oh, that's right, we got Kane's Basketball. Maybe that's why Clarence came in to tell us we got Kane's Basketball. That's always got a big audience. Starts with a oh, Kane's warm up at seven thirty. Kane's in pen at eight o'clock. That must be a home game. You know how I deduce that? How? Because <clears throat> Clarence is there. Hey, very good. Oh, Chris is back. Where'd you go? I was um, doing some uh, Josh Cordes work. You know, I just wrote Brandon and said that when I was out um, getting the bacon. Mm -hmm. That you were promoting that you were going to play my uh, call to Hank. Uh huh. And I wrote it back in the message. I said you're trying to be the next Josh Cordes. No, no. I, I asked people if they would like to hear the Hank call. And what what Cordes work were you doing? Um, dealing with the stream online, where like you know when we go into commercial break, we have other commercials that are allowed to be heard online. Texas and California, by the way, we both got a big. Oh. Everything's fine. We're streaming it. No dropouts. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of them that um, expired on the New Year, and I guess he's not here, he's not coming or something, so he asked if I could uh, pull him out of the stream and then reset. I'll tell you one thing, that Cordes man, he, he was in New York last week, that was the excuse when George was on vacation, he couldn't help us out, and now here it is, it's already the middle of the week, the New Year's starting, and he's also uh, a, a wall. Everybody's a wall. It's the New Year, baby, it's January the 2th, the freaking holidays are over, thank God. Man, I hate that time of the year, I despise it. Yesterday was so boring and just terminal, just unbelievable. Although at least New Year's Day isn't as bad as Christmas Day. If anybody out there doubts that the Goyim ruled the world, Christmas Day, just about everything is closed. New Year's Day, at least a lot of places can stay open. Am I right? Yeah, some. Thank God there's a 24-hour 24 24-hour market close to where I live that's open, just like a shopper's drug mart. It's also always open, holidays, 24-7, forever. If the world's coming to an end, they're still selling crap. Isn't that good? That was open on Christmas Day. Thank God for that. And mm -hmm. they kept uh, Haganaz Rocky Road. A pint. That was Christmas Day. I'm still alive. Good. Our survey, and it's not survey. a poll. Just survey. A survey. 685. Survey. Well, no, we should be able to do a thousand on that. It's just a survey. It's not even a poll. It doesn't require an opinion. We're just asking you about your personal sexual uh, the hanky pankies, your dalliances. Not sure. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Like you said, it's <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Well, we QAM. understand. Not there. Not sure. Not there. QAM. Hello. One down. 
One dude to go. Eat your bacon, you big ugly girl. <laughs> QAM, hello. How good are you, man? It's a G-man again. You suck. Mm-hmm. Over and over and mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Just in time for the new year. Go do some more coke, okay? Go, go uh, solve your crack problem. QAM, nutline. Okay. One more. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. We're still waiting for our first real call of the new year. Yes, sir. You got it right here. This is the first caller, buddy, right here. Okay. I got real bad news for you, though. Want to hear it? Yeah. I'm listening. That quarter slot guy's back in town. Yeah, and it's you. You're an idiot. You're still no, a moron. Uh-huh. Or his boyfriend. One it doesn't other. matter yeah. if it's him or his boyfriend. That's right. Same same aroma, same smell. Might as well Put be the same coma. person. What? I said they might as well be the same person with the same material, for lack of a better term. So did you find my Schneiders or not? I keep asking that question. Sorry, uh, it looks like you, can, you can't buy online. I'm sorry. Why not? Because nobody's selling it online. What do you mean by that? Well, I... I'm searching the internet. I, don't f I'm f I found your website. Did you for find it. Schneider's? Uh, yes, meats. Yeah, Schneider. Uh, Schneider's .ca. Yeah. Okay. It's big crap here. Yeah. And, um, and but um, it says like you know in, in your community and stuff like that. You know maybe, but no, it doesn't tell you anything. So you're SOL, brother. Well, thanks for trying. I did try. I'm sorry. We would have ordered you a case of it, but you know. And that means I'm stuck with it. No, you wouldn't order me nothing, okay? Yeah, we would have ordered you, and then uh. On my expensed credit card. It. No, expensed it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. So I guess Don Shula's more important than I am, okay? Hey, guess what? I'm still working, Shula. Maybe not that much longer, but I'm still working. How about you? You old coot. You seen that old fart. See, there's nothing worse than sour grapes. Ah, the Patriots cheat. Do you, know how, do you know how childish that sounds, Shula, for an adult, for somebody who's supposed to be an adult? Childish. Give credit where credit is due, okay? Bill Belichick is 400 times the coach that you ever wore, ever would be, okay? And he didn't get canned either. Yet. Yeah, he did. Not in New England. Oh, New England, no. And Robert Kraft, well, I don't want to go into that. We don't want to talk about Baldy. And that ridiculous celebration in the press box after they finally won a game after 14 straight losses, and they finally won a game. Wasn't it after 14 or was it after 13? Um, let's see. They went 15. It was after 13. Uh, like I said, I think. See, Robert Kraft is like a real, you know, like he really gives a crap. Even if even if he doesn't, he puts on an act. He doesn't come out in public and say, "Oh, I'm not in it for the fans. I'm in it for the money." I mean, what kind of a statement is that, Baldy? Huh? I'm not in it for the fans. I'm in it for the money. Sounds Disgusting. Like, sounds like an honest statement. Grotesque. Yeah, that, that's true. 701 on our survey. Now we're going there. Exclusively homo, only 45.7%. Where have all the homos gone? That's a good song. Peter, Paul, and Mary, or the Kingston Trio? Which one do you like better? Oh, Kingston. Let's play um, MTA. Last week. Huh, you got it. Although I, I think you had, I don't think you have it in your thing there. I think you had sure it before one day. You do the MTA by the Kingston Trio on Capitol Records, no less. Those are the days, baby. Early '60s folk music. That's F O L K, by the way. Mm -hmm. There it is. These are the times that try men's souls. 
In the course of our nation's history, the people of Boston have rallied bravely whenever the rights of men have been threatened. Today, a new crisis has arisen. The Metropolitan Transit Authority, better known as the ATA, is attempting to lay a burdensome tax on the population in the form of a subway fare increase. Citizens, hear me out. This could happen to you. Just uh, let me know when. Yeah, I'll tell you. A man named Charlie on a tragic and fateful day. He put ten cents in his pocket and kissed his wife and family went to ride on the MTA. Well, did he ever return? No, he never returned. And his fate is still unlearned. He may ride forever neath the streets of Boston. He's the man who man never returned. Return. Okay, that's enough. That's more than enough. MTA, the Kingston Trio. Huh? I said, I'll say. It's good crap. Biggest names. The best talent. Or at least part of them. Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Thank you. 
This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Iowa Caucus Goer. Mr. Iowa Caucus Goer. You pride yourself in being the first in the nation to select our future president. To do this, you attend something that sounds like a disease that you need a penicillin shot for. Did you catch that? Yes, Mr. Iowa Caucus Goer, you need to arrive at 7 p.m. sharp and hang out for hours until you get counted. No wonder caucus is an Algonquin word for boring. Maybe they'll have coffee and bars. What? Isn't there anything good on television? So when you pass a polling place and see a guy wearing a Hillary button or an I'm with Rudy hat or an extraterrestrials for Kucinich t-shirt, give a patriotic nod of approval to Mr. Iowa Caucus Goer, a real American hero. Mr. Iowa Caucus Goer. Why can't you guys just not vote like the rest of us? Yeah, there you go. 1048 at 560 WQM. We got uh, Jason Jerks coming up at 2. That should really be something, you know what I mean? Speaking of Iowa, Democratic presidential candidate Barack Obama has widened his lead in Iowa over Swillery and John Edwards heading into the, uh, tomorrow's nominating caucuses, according to the Des Moines Register's final Iowa poll. Obama's rise is the result in part of a, a dramatic influx of first-time caucus goers, including a sizable block of political independence. Both groups prefer Obama, what's been a very competitive campaign, says uh, the Des Moines Register.com. Obama was the choice of 32%, up from 28% in the last poll in late November, while Swillery has got 25, he's got 32, she's got 25, and Edwards 24. Did you follow those numbers? No. Good. The poll reflects continuing fluidity in the race, even as the end of the year-long campaign years. I mean, the whole idea, they, in New Hampshire's a primary, uh, in, in uh, Iowa it's a caucus, it, it, it's just crap. It's the most what word did you say? You heard what I said. There should be a national primary day, period. Get it over with and stop all this falder all, right. okay? National primary, one day. Do it. Stupid. Iowa, New Hampshire. Who gives a crap about either one of those states? Anybody out there care about Iowa? No. New Hampshire? No. no. And Mike Huckabee, oh, brother, he just, you, you talk about somebody, you, you look at him and you see evil. I'm yeah. not sure who looks more evil to me, him or Romney. They both look evil. Romney oh. looks like a TV newscaster. He looks like Gumby. Mike Huckabee, a former Baptist minister, riding a wave of support from fundamentalist Goyam, tops Mitt Romney for first place in a new Des Moines Register poll of Iowans, planning to attend tomorrow's Republican caucuses in a battle of former governors. Huckabee leads Romney 32 to 26. 32 to 26. Let's see who else has got numbers on here. McCain's got 13. Fred Thompson, 9. 
Giuliani only 5%. And Ron Paul, 9 Got it? Got those numbers? Got it. Good. Get it. So that's uh, the latest, you know, from Iowa. And I understand a lot of people are saying, well, who cares about Iowa? Nobody cares about Iowa. Even a lot of the people who live there, they're probably stuck there, like a lot of you in Florida. They're stuck. They can't get out. WQAM, hello. You know, we're a lot alike. Yeah. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. He must be uh, gay, too. Hello? Yes. Yes, is there any way that we can just keep hearing the eight-second delay loop over and over and over and over? They can't get out. WQAM, hello. You know, we're a lot alike. Yeah. Uh, WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Now, what happened to him? I don't know. We were going to hear the eight-second delay loop over and over and over, and over, and over again. And all of a sudden, uh, something happened. Probably an act of uh, Joe Bell. QAM, hello. Hey, what's up, Joe? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, you, I hear you talk a lot about the machines. Uh, I just wondered if in Canada, when you hit like a jackpot or, you know, something for two, three, four thousand, is the taxation the same as here? Or there is, is no tax. Sir. Wow. You Let me just... say it again. Let me say it again. There are no tax on. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I got to buy my lotto tickets for tonight. It's uh, 36 million. Okay. So okay. So in other words, if you hit the lotto, you can just grab all of it and the lotto. They, they give you a check. They give you a check for the full amount. There's no tax on gambling winnings. None. Have a great year, Neil. Thanks. You too. Yeah. See, that's a ripoff. And of course, the people, uh, you know, oh, we don't want, the, we don't want those machines here. Oh, those evil, what are bad? Uh, yeah, that, that's a ripoff, all right. But let me tell you, the Florida lottery is the biggest ripoff of all. Well, we'll give you an annuity, and uh, like if you're 85 years old, we're going to give you a 20-year annuity. You should live so long, you're going to collect the money. Just give me the money now. And if you decide to just take the money now, they to like lop off about 90 percent. Well, we'll give you 50 bucks. How's that? Big ripoff. And, you know, the public, uh, what are they going to do about it? They're going to, like, revolt? Some of these callers are. Revolting? Right? Aren't they revolting? <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. QAM on line one, yes. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year to you and the crew and George. Back to you, sir. Um, I, a quick thing. I went to um, the Dolphin game the other day. Mm. And besides the performance that was, I've seen Little League football better than that. Mm-hmm. The ambiance in the stadium. Well, there was no, first of all, there was nobody there. Well, there was enough people there, and the biggest thing was, I'm looking around, and we've got ripped off 25 bucks to park. We got a couple of beers. It was $17. You know, we're spending a lot of money. The tickets were $80 for the fourth level, and my New Year's resolution is I'm giving them at least two years that there's no chance I'm going to go pay that much cash and see to watch a total cash. abomination. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the, the Cleo Lemon couldn't throw a pass. Okay, well, talk, call the sports shows and talk about Cleo as a lemon, okay? I'm not interested. I don't care, okay? They suck. That's the bottom line. They stink. They suck. They were 1-15. in 15. They were a disgrace to the league, okay? They're a disgrace to the human race is what they are. But we got Bill Parcells. We got the big tuna. We got the big tuna. And, and yesterday came and went. I didn't see nothing about, uh, what's his name, getting fired, Scam Cameron. Did you, Chris? Did well, I he's not it? fired yet. Well, why not? Uh, now they're saying they're going to wait for the new uh, GM to come in. Get out of here. Wait for the new GM. And he's going to say, oh, yeah, I want that silly old man who went 1-15 in and every decision he made was always wrong and blew up in his face. Yeah, I want to keep him around. What a joke that is. I thought the big tuna was going to be decisive, man. I thought he was going to come in and kick ass. 
the big tuna. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. All right, that's good. I just wanted to let you know that I'm sitting in a parking lot waiting yeah, for well, my Yeah, we're up your rectum. Yeah, I know. WQAM, hello. Smiling, Joe. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. I just want to let you know, you know, it's hard for me to spew all this crap that i got to spew. I'm waiting on the phone this long. It's completely, uh, you got to tighten up. you got to tighten up. Well, yeah, yeah. Call off Archie Bell and the drills, okay? Go do the tighten up, schmuck. Tighten up your ass. Seven thirty-one on our survey. Anybody care? No. Well, Chris does. He wants to get to that thousand today. I think he'll do it. It's a cool. survey. It's not a poll. You consider yourself exclusively heterosexual? Five hundred fifty-seven. Seventy-six point one percent. First time we did this, it was eighty-one point four percent. Bisexual, 65, 8.8%. First time we did Well, I'm not going to say first time. Last time we did it. So that's doubled. Now, what, how do you, uh, does that mean there are more people in the closet now? I think that's what that means. Not sure, 42. Exclusively homosexual, 40, 5.4% down from 7. We've lost 2% of our homos, man. And asexual, 27. As in, uh, how about doing it, eh? Not. Now, that's the Canadian way. Let's do it, eh? WQAM, hello. Sounds like I'm listening, doesn't it? WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, you got to put on your poll, uh, only bang whores. That's the next choice. Ah, ah. QAM, hello. QAM, you can do it. Hello. Yes? Happy New Year, Neil. Yes, Happy New Year to you, sir, with a phony voice. How you doing? Okay, how you doing? I'm okay. What do you got, sir? What do you got? Say something. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, that's obvious. QAM, hello. Let me tell you something. The epitome of I have no lie. The epitome of that is to call a radio talk show and have, when you have nothing to say. Yeah. Not even a crank. I mean, just have nothing. That's that's this town. Oh my God. What do you got? Oh, I have nothing. I have this no is lie. a vacuum. They don't even have anything wow. bad. They just have nothing. I've got plenty of nothing and nothing. Got plenty. So anyway, we got Jason Jackson or two. Jason Jerks. I can't. I, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable about calling him Jason Jerks every year when I promote a show every day. But I will promote it two to four. That's our new lineup today. And then Mad Dog moves back to four to seven. And then we invite everybody to tune it out at seven with that Dolphins crap. Dolphins all assets. That's part of the price we pay to get the Dolphins back on the uh, station before they went one in fifteen. Nice going, Jolly Joe. Name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. And the lights go out of my uh, mic switch. The sports leader.
This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. You, 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 fairy. Any questions? Hey, Ahmadina blog fans. Time to check out my latest tribute to Tezan Day. Chocolate rain. I hate George Bush. He says I'm insane. Chocolate rain. Want the infidel to die in flames? I turn my head away from the mic to breathe. Chocolate rain! And that, that's all I got. Anyway, check this out. Hugo Chavez just added me as a friend. <laughs> it's 1101 at 560 WQM. Happy New Year. It's our first show of the new year, and man, it is oh! something. We can't say the word on the air. What's that? Whatever it is. Say it. Can't say it. All right. <laughs> 
I did say when I called in Hank, though, I said it's kind of like Schmidt for Schmatt. I think they dumped me. No, I don't think so. What? I don't think so. Oh. I had that feeling. It sounded like it. Because I couldn't say tit for tat. No. Why not anymore? It would just have been bad form to say that on Hank's show. On my show, I can say, you know, any kind of crap. tat. I can't say that, tat, rattle tat. But anyway, I said Schmidt for Schmidt. I don't think uh, he understood what I was talking about. But that's okay. He was under a lot of pressure. It was his last day. They've stabbed him in the back, you know, like a roasted pig. <coughs> they stabbed the humper in the back. He ought to be used to it, though. Boy, Gary did the same thing. Remember that? Mm-hmm. In a much briefer and more immediate way. Well, didn't that happen like immediate, like you're fired? Yes. Yeah, like that. As opposed to five months ahead of time saying, oh, well, we're not going to give you a new contract. And, uh, you know, if you want to work for, if you want to stay here, you're going to have to work for like 50% less or maybe how about 60% less, like that. No, Bo Gary's like, he calls you in after the show and says, don't come back for the next one. Yeah. How do you know? Because that's what he did to Ranieri, is it? Wasn't that him? No, that was Bob Green did that. Oh, with, he was uh, with leave Steve Nichols? Boy Gary. In fact, Boy Gary wasn't there at that point. It was Steve Nichols. That's Nicole. right. I you better get your program hey, director straight That was a long time ago. Because you sure don't know him. Sure missed that boy, Gary. Sure missed that Steve Nichol. No. <laughs> no, it was so funny when we were coming over here. Remember that? And they didn't have a program director yet. We didn't know they had hired Duff. Because he right. and the Tanner were boyfriends or whatever. Yes. I mean, you know, buddies. Shouldn't say boyfriend. Right. But anyway, were, uh, and uh, so Steve Nichol calls me out of the blue at home to put in a good word for him. Well, if they need a program director, ho, ho, ho. Oh, boy. The day she was assassinated last Thursday, Benazir Bhutto had planned to reveal new evidence alleging the involvement of Pakistan's intelligence agencies in rigging the country's upcoming elections, an aide said this week. Well, Bhutto had been due to meet with U.S. Senator Arlen Magic Bullet Specter and Representative Patrick Kennedy to hand over a report charging that the Military Inter-Services Intelligence Agency was planning to fix the polls in favor of President Pervert Musharraf. Safraz Khan Lashari, member of Pakistan's People Party Election Monitoring Unit, said the report was very sensitive and that the party wanted to initially share it with trusted American politicians rather than the Bush administration, which is seen here as strongly backing Musharraf. He's the puppet. Always got to have a puppet. Pull them strings, baby. It was compiled from sources within the intelligence services who were working directly with Benazir Bhutto, Lashari said, speaking at Bhutto's house Monday in her ancestral village of Nodero, where her husband and children continued to mourn her death. Husband's a crook, by the way. I see. The ISI had no official come. They call him Mr. 10% or something like that because he skims off the top, whatever whatever business he's in. Well, if it's only 10%, that's not such a bad deal. Mr. Uh, That's like tithing. The ISI had no official comment. They're a bunch of crooks, too, by the way. The ISI, they're a bunch of uh, butchers and murderers. Burderers. (laughs) That's a new word I just coined. That's uh, George Bush. He's a burderer. Combination of butcher and murderer. However, an official agency, speaking only on condition of anonymity because he wasn't authorized to speak on the subject, dismissed the allegations as a lot of talk but not much substance. Right. Yeah, they got fixed elections over there. That's why Bush and the Musharraf get along so well. Birds of a feather fixed elections together. We had that story the other day. Wasn't it on Monday? I did that thing about the voting machines, man. They had it on the nightly news last night, on the nightly news without Tom Brokaw, who couldn't speak. Isn't it amazing how many people have gotten to... um? Very high positions in the broadcasting industry who can't speak, like Baba Wawa and Tom Wokong. Right. And like this that. one? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Oh, he can speak uh-huh. with that Brooklynese, you know. You already mentioned Don Mungo? Yeah, well, he's snapping his suspenders and squeezing his bag. Oh, and uh, Lewis Wolfson died. I wonder I should have mentioned that with Hank. Although I think I found... Oh, and guess, guess who emailed, who texted me a message about that? Let me give you a clue. Crazy bitch from the Herald. 
alleen maar gekker. When when I looked at my BlackBerry and I saw it was a thing from her, I, I wanted to kill somebody. What does it take? I'm not talking about a chronic crank caller or something like that. They'll never go away. I'm talking about somebody who passes themselves off as like a responsible journalist, a responsible human being on the face of the earth. What does it take, Ellie, to say, go away? Okay, you got my number on my BlackBerry now. Great, congratulations. Just like Joe Rose told Mo, you got the number, congratulations. Just go away. Don't call me again. Don't send me any more messages. What do I care about Louis Wilson, okay? He was one of the co-owners of a firm, by the way, the great racehorse in the 78, what, one of your triple crown, with Stevie Cawthon aboard. Remember, affirmed in Aladar? Even George remembers that. Not. Who? You do. Penny Tweedy. Remember Penny Tweedy? I remember Penny Loafer. I think Penny, Penny Tweedy is dead, too. I'm not really Penny sure. Penny Farthing. Is. Anyway, Louis Wilson died. Penny and, Wise. Uh, he, uh, he wanted to have Larry uh, Kingfoot in jail. I think he did have him arrested. And wanted him to clear like a, uh, like a scourge of the community, uh, something like that. Because he was ripping everybody off. He was, he was uh, making up stories and getting people to hand him over checks for five grand and doing all sorts of things. And, uh, and to this day, uh, he don't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to pay anybody back. He don't want to talk about it. That's the sad part. When you're making millions and millions and millions kissing all the cottage cheese ass that Larry King uh, is doing... And you don't want to pay people back that? That's bad, you know. And nothing to do with that. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. 760 on the survey. Only 5.5% homos. Where have all the fairies gone? You fairy. That must be it. Maybe I chased them away with that drop. You fairy. I like it, though. I like that movie. And I promised to watch it again. I didn't do it. You'll never guess what movie I did watch. Oh, and I didn't know Lawrence of Arabia was uh, gay, by the way. Didn't you? I, never paid I thought any you all attention. knew each other. I never paid any attention to Lawrence of Arabia. It's just not, uh, you know... I'll, I'll did you uh, just see the movie again, or read the book, or read a bio? How'd you uh, put no, that together? No, it was on Biography Channel. Okay. That's a great channel. Yeah. I heard he was all over the place. He was AOR. No. It's not what I heard. That's not right. what they said. Well, I didn't said see the biography. There were no women involved in his uh, I see. Well, then. And he had this young Arab lad of the uh, maybe, 15 who was his... Maybe uh, that's why he liked hanging out with men who wore dresses like uh, like they do over there. That here. could be it. Maybe that's where all that uh, garb started with the Lawrence of Arabia, wearing those uh, guys in a, in a gown. Mm-hmm. Although the Pope, the Pope, I think, had a head start on him. Yeah, well, that makes sense, too. You might want to do a little bit of research uh, on no, the Pope. I know all yeah. about it. We're in a, see, when you see a man in a dress, mm-hmm. yeah, trust Run. me. Run. That's what you're into. <laughs> oh, so anyway, the movie that I watched, and I have no idea why I watched it, and I'm pissed off that I wasted the time watching it, but it was a boring day yesterday for me. Although I did get invited upstairs for a little lunch. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that great? Sure. Paco and his Mexican buddies, they invited me up for a little uh, Buffett, as nice. I called it. Jimmy Buffett. Nice. It was Warren Buffett. Anyway, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Have what you ever seen it? that? Sure. With Liz Taylor and... Uh, Liz Taylor and uh, Richard Burton. Uh-huh, yeah. It's I don't think there was a lot of acting that went on in that movie. Nope. They just uh, they just rolled a camera on their lives. Both drunk, mm-hmm. obnoxious, yep. screaming, yep. yelling, mm-hmm. wailing, uh-huh. fighting, right. uh, crazy. Sure. And I think that was the story of their lives. Uh-huh. And well, what was the point of it when it got all done? Uh, my point of it, I'm wondering about this, uh, the younger couple that came to visit them. Well, what right. did they stick the, around so long for? The point is, um, get the, married the, the, and this will be you. Oh, and if they had and everybody that sees son, that movie, fictional sixteen-year-old son that they made up who never right, really existed right, in the first place. Right. Anybody that sees that movie, that's marriage. Okay. Really. Well, m- with more or less <laughs> booze. There may be booze. There may be not booze. But there's that. Really. Really. Well, with then it was like mostly booze. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing about me, I'm not really all that right. crazy about drunks, well, cheap the, drunks, expensive drunks, any kind of drunks. They weren't having problems because of the booze. They were having booze because of the problems. Just remember that. Oh. So you have seen that movie? Mm-hmm. And what would you, how would you rate it? Well, see, there's things. It's, it's a good movie, but it's not a story that you will enjoy. See, there's two different things there. It's not something that you watch to have a good time. It was very well acted, yeah. well written, well By the way, executed. I'm blowing my nose because it's 100 below Sorry. zero here. No, I got a cold, too, or something. I don't have a cold, but I'm just, uh, the, you know. I think it's just allergies. Sunshine, I'm allergic to temperatures that are minus 8 million. Let me see what it is right now. No, none of that snow from Buffalo. Oh, it's, uh, it was minus 14. Now it's up to minus 13. Hey, Toasty, what's your uh, calculator say? Minus 13 Celsius is what? Let me check. And the wind chill, by the way, is minus 24. Yeah. I'm looking. It's not, you know, not, it's not as accurate as nice and toasty and Minus 13, did you right. say? Uh, about uh-huh. 10. Oh, it's about plus 10? 10 10? Yeah. Fahrenheit? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? It's toasty, eh? Nothing. How's it going, eh? Leafs won a game last night in a shootout, eh? Oh! After they blew the lead right there at the end of the game. Boy, they really sucked bad. I know. And didn't you, you were a witness. Clarence was in there. He said, talk a lot about hockey and harness mm-hmm. racing. Didn't he say that? Yes, he did. Hockey and horse racing is what Clarence said, and I'm, I'm here to oblige, baby. Here's the uh, fifth race from George and Downs last night. I think you could work some curling in. I don't even know when curling season oh. is. Oh, even I couldn't uh, stoop that low. Oh, come on. Get out the old broom, man. That's what they're doing at QM. They're getting right. out the broom and making a clean sweep. Rushing, rushing, rushing. Yeah, sweep this, Jolly Joe, you fat-ass fool, you lunkhead. He is the champion. Trotters and drivers, race five, scoring is complete. Trotters, drivers, yeah, I like that voice. Talk about blow your nose, my God. Kind of a voice is that? George and Down. I have no idea where that track is. That's pretty unusual for me. It's somewhere here in Ontario. Trotters right? are now in the hands of the starter. Trotters are in the hands of the starter. And they're tippy, uh, tippy got, uh, there's Wally Hennessy ain't in the race, so who cares about it? Hey, Wally, over here. This is the finish line over here, Wally. And what about a little hockey would be good, too? We got, uh, what do we got? Want me how to surf? No, that's yeah. surfing. Oh, that's chicks, too. Hey, now, where? Channel? Surfer Girls? Well, there's Chris Cuthbert, who sounds like somebody tied his nuts together with a uh, piece of wire. Boy, he's he's not too good. Anyway, and then the twerpy Mike Emmerich was doing that game on NBC TV yesterday for the entire world to watch. Mike Emmerich moves it along, pushes it along, moves it along. Hey, Mike, move along, okay? You suck. That that was a disgrace. That was really embarrassing. Oh, Neil, you're such an old funny daddy. No, I think that, you know, why, why not just go out and play it in a uh, sandlot somewhere? I mean, well, what's the point? What did they prove? That they could be there in front of a lot of people who were 100 miles away watching a game of binoculars? They could have stayed home on TV and seen a better shot. 771 on the survey, and the homos are down to 5.4%. Boy, the homos, maybe uh, we, we, I think you lost them, George. Yeah. Well, your head over talk. Sorry. I've got to talk about football. And this bulb is going out on my mic leader.
David's a bitch. Tonight on Bravo, James Lipton hosts Inside the Viral Video Actors Studio. He created an internet sensation with his song Chocolate Rain. I give you Tay Sunday. 
Tay, what is chocolate rain? It's when some stay dry and others feel the pain. Yes, but what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Now, the questionnaire made famous by the great Bernard Pivot. What is your favorite curse word? Chocolate. <laughs> Indeed. What sound or noise do you love? Chocolate rain. What sound or noise do you hate? Chocolate rain. Don't miss the interview that goes absolutely nowhere on the next Inside the Viral Video Actors Studio. Tay, why do you turn from the mic to breathe? Maybe because his mic light is off like mine just went off there again because the bulb is going out. Now, you might ask uh, Clarence again since he did make a cameo this morning. Ask him what? If they really intend to ever get the engineer back up here to fix some of these things like the delay and like that, like the lights that are going out on the board. I mean, we actually have possibly up to a year left in this joint. Perish the thought. But, uh, you know, wouldn't that be nice to find out? I'll ask him. I mean, certainly Norma ought to be asking them these things and putting their feet to the fire <laughs> instead of exchanging stupid pleasantries with Joyce and calling me up and telling me about how I've been blessed and privileged to make all this money all these years. Let me say it again, Norma. They've been blessed and privileged to have this show on their radio station. And just like Greg Reed told me right to my face outside the tea room that day a couple of years ago, several years ago, Neil, until you came here, we didn't have any ratings on this station. That's the kind of guy that Greg Reed was, who at least had a little, a little bit of something-something. Not much, but a little bit. As opposed to this fat lunkhead we got now? God, I wouldn't wish Jolly Joe on Hitler. I wouldn't wish him on Osama Yamama. I wouldn't wish him on George W. A man with a knife. Boy, there certainly seem to be some strange things at Hillary headquarters around the country. Remember in New Hampshire, the guy with the uh, hostages? Yeah. At Hillary headquarters? A man with a knife was arrested inside a campaign headquarters of Swillery in Decorah in northeast Iowa. A man with a knife. Uh -huh. Christopher James Ferris, 42, of Decor, was arrested Monday evening. By the way, I'm getting a scratchy throat, so if I call you in the morning and say oh, you're doing the show, oh, I'll be answer the phone. What? <laughs> Why not? Uh, I might you be haven't sick done too. a show yet in the new year. Here's George. Hey, everybody. How's it going? QAM, hello. Not there. Good. Probably just as well. Yeah. Anyway, he was charged with carrying weapons and third degree harassment. Police Chief Tom Courtney said Ferris pulled out the knife, but no direct threats were made. He just pulled it out, and the knife, too. He just came into the headquarters, just mainly staff was there. There were no comments made about swillery at all, nothing like that. By the way, MSNBC, I know that it was the holidays that we just finished, but don't you think you might be able to put something else on here besides uh, lock-up and, uh, and uh, what's the Chris Hansen with your entrapping pedophiles? Oh, all hey. Over and over. I, I mean, aren't you a little tired of that already? No, not yet. As long as they're new. And I know that not all of them were. They weren't. I know. And, uh, and every time I see that, uh, the, the cell bars, I think, lock up my ass. Really? Is it dangerous? He just came into the headquarters. Mainly staff was there. No comments made about Hillary or any threats. According to the police report, officers responded to a call from Clinton campaign office at 5.20 p.m. about a man with a knife. He left even before the police arrived, was arrested walking in the area. He's one of these guys we've dealt with in, uh, before in town here. We're aware of his behavior, the police said. I don't want to say off the wall, but his behavior can be like, he's a little crazy, okay? So, big deal. Oh, th this is the story we saw this morning on CNN. I'm glad you faxed this. Somebody faxed it in. Did somebody else fax this in? Well, somebody faxed it, yeah. I don't know about somebody else. Oh, here's, now here's another fax before I get to that. This one's more important. 
It says, Neil, just out of curiosity, what kind of ratings does that Dolphins All Asses infomercial with that coma-inducing Jimmy Syphilis pull in? Well, we'll find out two weeks from tomorrow when the fall book comes in, and then like the day after that, we'll have the hourlies. Mm-hmm. And we'll see about what happens after 7 o'clock on this radio station when Dolphins All Asses goes on here. And keep in mind, that's year-round, I do believe. Am I right, Chris? I believe so. Year-round, even in non-football season, which for the Dolphins, their season is over. It's over! Who the hell is going to want to be hearing about that? Well, now that we got the big tuna, we got the tuna. The dolphins and the tuna sounds like a real fish. It sounds like the place where what's his name from a passions used to work. What that was his name? That show I guess is off the air now. I don't know. Markham, Illinois, a suburban Chicago man is accused of setting an apartment fire, killing his pregnant daughter, her husband, and their young child because the son-in-law didn't ask permission for the marriage. That'll learn him. Yeah, he didn't approve of the marriage, so he burned him down. It burns. Subhash Chandler. Subhash. <laughs> S-U-B-H-A-S-H. Subhash. How about Subhuman? Chandler, 5704, Forest, Illinois, was ordered held without bond yesterday on three counts of first-degree murder, one count of intentional homicide of an unborn child, and one count of aggravated arson. He was aggravated. Prosecutors alleged Chandler used gasoline to start the fire late Saturday. The Indian native told police he disliked his son-in-law because he belonged in a lower caste... And mm-hmm. married the daughter without his consent. See, this is what happens when people come to America and they want to bring with them their Stone Age crap from some other country. The caste system, cast my ass. I'll go get the plaster. His son-in-law was beneath him in his opinion, Milan said. <laughs> but Chandler's sister, Kamla Devi, told WBBM that her brother's innocent. She said that relatives approved of the marriage and that the caste system was not a consideration for her family in India, nor is it a consideration now in the USA. There was no family problem. There was nothing going on. Absolutely nothing, she said. Absolutely. She told the radio station the family is from uh, some place in northern India that I can't pronounce. It wouldn't even try. A lot of heavy curry, though, no doubt. Maybe the curry got to him. Wouldn't I wouldn't blame him. Have you ever really tasted or smelled much curry? Sure. Have you Have you ever smelled people who have like curry in their in their bloodstream? Like uh, not, in the not that I can recall. Oh. Wow, well, there's a lot of injured people here, man. Yeah, I don't wow. hang out with as many as I and used to. And some of maybe look uh, pretty decent from a distance, and you get close and you, you get downwind, and like, oh, I don't think so. Anyway, well, it goes on about the names of the victims. We don't care. We don't know them. Chandler told the gasoline spilled during a pushing match with his son-in-law. He also told police that he ignited the gas with a lighter because he was angry. Oh, well, that, that explains it. What was he doing carrying around a bunch of uh, gas, a can of gas? In case he run out. Prosecutors said the victims may have been asleep. All other residents in the apartment building were able to escape. It took firefighters three hours to extinguish the blaze, which gutted the 36-unit Leclerc Station apartment. Nice going there. Go back to India, okay? Go back and cast out the evil spirits, you lunatic, you maniac. You fairy. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hola. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Feliz Año Nuevo. Hey, uh, you, you touched a nerve with me on a curry. I actually did a, a wedding. For, um, I worked for a catering company. We did an Indian wedding, and mm-hmm. I smelled curry for like a week. Yeah. And sure, you, you see some of those women, you're like, damn, and then when they get close, it's like, yeesh. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, have a good one. Okay, see so, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty heavy duty, man, that curry stuff. That's what I wish on Jolly Joe Bell. I wish that he has wild, festering Bloody, uncontrollable diarrhea that smells like curry the rest of his life. See, I added that other part. I got it. So when I finish off my voodoo curse this afternoon, I'm going to in, I'm going to inject the curry thing in there, just to take it, just to crank it up a notch. 
as Emerald would say. Is he still on the air, by the way? I hope not. Emerald, I, I don't know. Emerald Lagasse? I don't watch the Food Channel. That might be the only place he's on. Oh, I guess what's coming today, allegedly, is my Greenfields pasta and that low-carb sauce. Oh, I just sent you a fact I know, on I the issue. It. Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's what, what reminded me. All right. The fact is, I'm fat like you doing Atkins again. Miss Pasta will try Greenfields. How much do you use for a serving to satisfy? Well, it depends on how much of a pig you are. Exactly. Jeez. And how much carbs do you eat a day to lose weight? 20 is too low. 60 okay? Uh, 60, uh, you're not, well, I don't okay. know. Okay. Need your experienced dieter's advice. I don't know. I would, I would like uh, maybe 40 if you really want to lose some serious weight. Right. On the, on less. the maintenance isn't 60 okay, but certainly the inception. Right. That, that's right. Once you lose however much one, right. you want. Uh, good luck to you, whoever this is. It works. Hard to do. Yep. It's hard to give up those carbs because that's what you're addicted to. That's what made most of us fat in the first place. Those refined killer carbs, baby. Right. They're going to kill you. You're going to die. 801 on your survey. Aren't you excited, Chris? No. Very excited. Fat and lazy, man. That's no way to go through life, fat and lazy. I should know. See, if I was if I was slim and, like, energetic and worked out and in good shape, then it would be like, uh, who the hell would I be to talk, right? Right. I know fat and lazy. Target's name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Air around the clock. Beat the broadcasters is back for 2007 on Sports Radio 560 WQAM. This football season, play against WQAM's top talent for your chance to win $1,000. All brought to you by Air Around the Clock. Keeping South Florida cool for over 30 years. Air Around the Clock with over 80 dispatch vehicles on the road daily and their famous 1995 AC checkup special. They're the coolest guys in the air conditioning and appliance repair and replacement business. Call Air Around the Clock for your air conditioning needs. 954-742-5544 and play Air Around the Clock beat the broadcasters all season long. Considering a career change, have you dreamed of a career as a helicopter pilot? Silver State Helicopters, the nation's premier helicopter flight school, is waiting for you. We'll show you how you can earn your commercial helicopter pilot's license in less than 18 months and start earning over $50,000 annual in your first year of employment. Are you worried about the cost? Don't be. It's cheaper than college. Visit us online at www.ssheli.com or call 1-888-91-PILOT today for more information. Hey, this is Joe Rose for Abundant Life Club. I'm sure you've heard Jason and I talk about this amazing club on the show. It's truly the elegant, private, and exclusive club for you right here in South Florida. Right now, while you're online, click on the Abundant Life Club banner and take a look at their sensational vacation estate. You have to see the Abundant Life Club to believe it. Go ahead, click on the Abundant Life Club banner right there on the WQAM homepage. See how you could live the life, the Abundant Life Club club life. Hi, this is Joe Rose for HomeCo. At HomeCo, save 50% every day on kitchen and bath cabinets, granite, countertops, sinks, faucets, and more. Save big on all your flooring needs, wood, laminate, ceramic, marble, bamboo, and granite. HomeCo's got it at knockout prices. Licensed contractors, see HomeCo for a special discount. HomeCo has locations in Miami, Miramar, Tamarack, Fort Myers, and now in Cutler Ridge. For more information, visit HomeCo.com. That's HomeCo. H-O-M-E-K-O dot com. For kitchen, bath, floor, and more, where do you go? Home Co. 
Hey, football fans. It's not too late to sign up and play Beat Dance Pigskin Challenge at Maroney.com. There's still plenty of time to register for the weekly prize of $560. And the grand prize of a Maroney vehicle valued up to $30,000. For more details, tune in every Monday morning from 8 to 9 as Dan Marino joins the Big Dog and Jacks. It's the Saxon Business System's Dan Marino Show, driven by Maroney.com. Here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. QAM. Do you love what you drive? The South Florida Mercedes-Benz dealers want you to love what you drive. The brand new 2008 C-Class is in stock and ready for delivery at your South Florida Mercedes-Benz dealers. If power and performance is something you want, then see the S-Class. If you need more room for your family, your South Florida Mercedes-Benz dealer have the M and R-Class SUV. Right now, Mercedes-Benz and WQAM are giving away a two-year lease on a 2008 Mercedes-Benz C-Class and a trip for two to the big games in Arizona and New Orleans. Go to WQAM.com contest section now. John is having a nightmare that he chose the wrong place to watch the football game. Here you go, doll. There's something in my beard. That's a cigarette ash. It won't burn you. John should have chosen Hooters. Then his nightmare would be a fantasy. Can I get you some nearly world-famous chicken wings with your beer? Yes, you can. John can enjoy $5.95 domestic pitches during all televised pro and college games. With Hooters NFL Sunday ticket, he'll never miss a minute of the action. Let the world-famous Hooters girls put a little fantasy in your football. Hey, Ron, how's business? Not so good. I have new merchandise I can't get out on display, and the warehouse is totally out of control. What are you doing about it? I've called several companies, but no one shows up. They ask me what I want done, but I can't explain it over the phone. Goodbye, Dan Fogelberg. Worst crap I ever heard. And you're not gonna be missed in the grocery store anymore. Well, what good timing, man. On QAM.com, you can get Yelly Sings Dan Fogelberg, man, at a reduced price. 11.32, 28 till noon at 5.60 WQAM. Maureen Dowd's column, Dane or Rain. How many votes you got? How many tallies on our survey? 813. 8.13, like I said. Wow. You're going to make a 1,000 today, and then that'll make us all proud. What a good way to start the new year, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maureen Dowd says, Edith Wessel, Edith, excuse me, Edith, Edith Wessel, an 80-year-old white-haired retired nurse, moved slowly up the aisle with her walker after listening to Hillary make her pitch. She told one of the Hillary volunteers she had great admiration for the senator, but also great doubts about whether her strong negatives would sink her in the general election. I can't understand why people dislike her so much, Mrs. Wessel said. The volunteer assured the wavering caucus goer that the Republicans will slime anyone who gets the nomination and that Hillary has more experience wrestling them than her rivals. Mrs. Wessel is torn. She likes Obama, but worries about his experience. She likes Hillary, but worries about her baggage. 
The presidential anglers here are dancing on the head of a pin. The Democratic race, three lawyers married to lawyers who talk too much, is very tight and very volatile. Even the jittery pack of seasoned political operatives gazing into their blackberries doesn't seem to have a clue which way the Iowa snowdrifts are blowing. Across town, Nancy Hibbs, a 57-year-old nurse, came to listen to John Edwards give his son-of-a-millworker rant against corporate greed, complete with a sneer aimed at Obama that anyone who thinks you can be just nice, you can just nice the carnivorous Republican fat cats into submission, is in never-never land. Ms. Hibbs has decided, after seeing Barack Obama a year ago, or had decided, that she would vote for him. She saw him again Monday night in Ames and felt even more certain that he was the one. After listening to Edwards for 40 minutes on Tuesday, she up and changed her mind, deciding to vote for him. Bitch. You can tell in his voice he's not playing the game. You can hear his moral commitment. She said, we need a big turnaround. And what about Hillary? I don't want the same old entrenched politics, she replied, adding emphatically, and I don't want Bill in the White House again. But Bill very much wants to be in the White House again. He's going around the state relentlessly giving a speech as tightly choreographed with Hillary's as the dancing in the, with the stars routines. Miss Bill, vote Hill, reads one button being sold outside their events. By the time Bill and Hill are finished with you, you could be forgiven for thinking that she had personally forged the peace accord in Northern Ireland while socking away the $127 billion Clinton budget surplus and dodging bullets en route to ending ethnic cleansing in Bosnia. The big dog pushed the experience card hard. Whatever is fixing to happen, whether it's something like 9-11, Katrina, or Pakistan, he said, Hillary is better equipped to face it. The big dog. As to the health care debacle, he said, every president will fail at something uh, or another. It's how they dust themselves off that counts. And whether she's learned from her mistakes, of course, is at the heart of the matter, and something that voters can never really know, even if they study up as much as Iowans. Has Hillary truly changed and grown from her mistakes? Has she learned to be less stubborn and imperious and secretive and vindictive and entitled? Or has she merely learned to mask her off-putting and self-sabotaging qualities better? If elected, would the old Hillary pop up, dragging us back to this dysfunctional Clinton kingdom? She is speaking in a soft, measured voice in these final days, so that with as, as with Daisy Buchanan, you would have to lean in to listen. But she's really different than she was in the years when she was so careless about the people around her getting hurt by Clinton legal whirlwind that she was dubbed the Daisy Buchanan of the boomer set. The underlying rationale for her campaign is that she is owed. Owed for moving to Arkansas and giving up the name Rodham. Owed for pretending to care about place settings and menus when she held the unappetizing title of First Lady. Owed for enduring one humiliation after another at the hands of her husband. Oddly, Barack and Michelle Obama also radiate a sense that they are owed, not for a lifetime of sublimation and humiliation, but for this onerous campaign, for offering themselves up to save and uplift the nation, even though it disrupted their comfortable lives. Michelle told Vanity Fair that Americans would have only one chance to anoint her husband, vowing it is now or never, and explained there's an inconvenience factor there and a really, really hard pressure and stress on the family that can only be justified if her husband can win the presidency and change the world. She told a group gathered at a nursing home in Grinnell on Monday that Barack is one of the smartest people you'll ever encounter who will deign to enter this messy thing called politics. So it comes down to this. Will Hillary, Queen Hillary reign? Will Prince Barack deign? And who is owed more? Who did Mo? That's the question. I wonder if Mo would say that. Who did Mo? He might. He probably would. But he's not around anymore. No, we sure miss Jason. him. What? Sure miss him. Yeah, we do miss <laughs> the Mo man. <laughs> we thought that those days were bad and evil and hateful and stuff like that. But you know what? There was there was a certain amount of yeah, uh-huh. a lot of sick, twisted fun involved there. There was you know? comedy. That, that's right. As opposed to now, where there ain't nothing funny going on in this joint. Oh, Let me tell you no. that right now. Sad. Nothing funny. Tragic. Oh, my God. 8.15 on the survey, on our sex survey. Maybe there's some of the people out there busy trying to figure it out right now. Speaking of that, a retired pastor from Canada was sentenced to three years in prison 
last week after telling a McHenry County judge he was sexually harassed by the four-year by the four-year-old Lake in the Hills girl he pleaded guilty to molesting. He was sexually harassed by a four-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Cook, 73, appeared to have a reasonable chance at a probation sentence given his age, health, problems, and lack of criminal history, heading into a sentencing hearing. Oh, somebody sent this into us, but the problem with that is that this is a story from last week. Oh. Because it says the sentencing hearing this afternoon. There must be a follow-up to it somewhere, eh? But the Calgary man who once headed his own ministry likely blew his chance of avoiding prison when he took the witness stand and painted his preschool age victim as a sexual aggressor. On a couple of occasions, I felt I was sexually harassed, Cook said. I think there is psychological evidence that children, even in their younger years, can become interested in sex. He later said he did nothing inappropriate to the girl, but pleaded guilty two months ago to avoid putting his family through a trial. Right. Judge Joseph Condon responded harshly, telling Cook his statement show he has no remorse and he's a threat to young children. It just boggles my mind, Condon said. It's my opinion you have a significant problem, and that other four-year-olds have a significant problem around you. What I'm about to do is necessary for the protection of the public. And, of course, what he was about to do, we don't know yet, because they haven't... Well, I'm sure somebody will Google it and find the rest of the story. Right, right? or the person who sent that in. Will right. Know, yeah. QAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Ted. Ted Steakhouse. How you doing? Okay, Ted. Uh, you know, you had an invention show on last week, uh, talking about inventions. I beg your pardon? You were talking about inventions last Sounds like Reverend Jones to me. Uh, you know, I invented the mm-hmm. baked potato. The yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I think that was a brand new crazy. Yeah, no, it was not. That was Reverend Jones All right. doing a voice. He's doing it for the new year. He's starting out on New Leaf, you know. Go he Leaf, go. He doesn't have any new voices. That... Chris, was that him or not? I'm not sure. We're not sure? Well, compare it. Maybe you'll call, maybe call back with some other new invention, you know, like uh, the phone up his ass. That would be good. 818 on our survey. Do you consider yourself blank, exclusively heterosexual, 629, 76.8%. So let me compare these percentages now with when we did this the last time. Last time was 81 and a half. Bisexual, 71, 8.6%. That's almost double what we had before. Not sure, 47 and we had, that. what is that, 5.7% or 6.7% last time. So that means 1% have finally figured it out. Exclusively homosexual, 44, only 5.3%. That's down 2%. Where have all the fairies gone? Come on now. And asexual, 28, which we didn't put on there the first time. I added that on. As in, no sex, eh? Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader.
kept saying, uh, uh, Michael Corleone did this, and uh, Michael Corleone did that. So I said, uh, yeah, sure. Tonight, join host and legalized marijuana advocate Drew Carey on a very special Price is Right Stoner Edition. What? Oh, we're back. Ooh. Rich, who's the next contestant? Dude, it's Gary. Uh, Gary, some Gary guy. Uh, come on down. Watch how a little weed can make pricing games much more interesting. Okay, the item up for bids is a combination recliner, flat screen TV, refrigerator, and microwave. You'll never have to get up again, dude. <laughs> What's your bid, Gary? Uh, 420. <laughs> You won't believe the Showcase Showdown on the Price is Right Stoner Edition. Wow, that is so cool, man. The wheel keeps spinning and spinning. And the fabulous prizes. It's a trip to Amsterdam. So join Drew Carey on the Price is Right Stoner Edition, right before How I Did Bong Hits with Your Mother on CBS. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes. How do you wipe with your left hand? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Insignia. You know something that's uh, interesting about wiping with your left hand because that's going to be the next thing that's going to be illegal. Well, good because I'm right-handed. Now that I think, I never really thought about it, but then again, so am I. That's the first time in my life I ever. I don't think I ever wiped my ass with my left hand. Never. There's something really good for you there, Jolly Joe, and of course, in your case, a big bloody target, eh? You think that his bloody diarrhea has kicked in yet, or what? Now, have you seen him? Has he been around? Yeah, I saw him this morning. You did? Yeah. Did he speak? Sure. Get out of here. What did he say? Well, he was uh, talking to somebody in the control room about uh, how this year is going to be better than ever, and we're going in the right direction, and then uh, he said... We're going in the right direction? We right? just lost Fat Hank. That's what, I think that's what he meant. And then... Um, and then he saw me walking by, and uh, he said, Happy New Year, George, and shook my hand, and I said, Happy New Year to you, too, and uh, came in here. What a phony. Who, both of us? Yeah. Yeah. They hate each other like poison, just like you and Greg Reed, high-fiving and fisting and wristing and... Right. Well, I, I didn't hate Greg. He hated me. No, oh, and that's right. I never... That, that's a good point. It was uh, for a long time there, I didn't know that was the case. He hated you like poison. Right. In fact, maybe he passed that along to Joe Bell. I'm not one of those on people. His desk for Jolly Joe's not like my mom blaming other hate people. Hate George like poison yeah. because he's the Antichrist or something like that. Well, they hated each other anyway, so... Who, Joe and uh, mm -hmm. Greg? Yeah. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Have you ever heard of a Stephen Wayne Northrop? No. He was uh, uh, big in the gay rights. He was an advocate in the gay rights movement. Never heard of him. He has just stepped down from his position to join, because uh, he's becoming Catholic or something, he wants to become a deacon. So how do you go from being a leader of a gay rights movement to a leader of a so, gay Sounds religion? to me like a natural. Sure. Slide right in, so to speak. It's the only criteria they have. Sure. WQAM. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Happy New Year's, Neil. Back I to was, you. Thank you. Um, I was trying to remember the name of a restaurant in Toronto that you had mentioned probably about a month ago, and uh, it was a two-name uh, uh, title. Baton, Baton Rouge. What was the name of it again? Let me try it again. Baton Rouge, you know, like the capital of Louisiana? Yes. And and uh, and you like it? It was good. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. There's there's another one. It's called like some, it. something and something. Do you remember that? 
Something and something. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Something and something. <laughs> Come on. It was two words. It was something and something. I haven't got any idea. All right. We'll stick why, with that. Why? Are you Bruce. coming to Toronto? Well, why do you ask? Holland Oats. Because what I had just returned from there, Captain and I Antonio. walked past the place, and I didn't know if I should try it or not, and I passed on it. And when I got back home, you were talking about the same place on the radio. Steaks. Well, it sounds like it's too late now. Too late. Steaks and food. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. How do you, how do you like that? Oh, my. You, you hit on before, last hour. I have no life. That, that's the epidemic in South Florida, man. I have no life. I have no life. I have no life. Wow. What a shame I didn't run into him while he was here. Not. WQAM, hello. Tiny bubbles. WQAM, hello. I think he's talking about Smith and Walensky. But I'm worried about Henry because remember... We don't have no Smith and Walensky here. Jesus. And if you were lucky, you wouldn't have one there either. Later. What, are you babble, what are you whispering about? I didn't hear a word you said. QAM, hello. Just as well. Hey, happy New Year's. When are you going to schedule the first old uh, restaurant show of the new year? We're in it right now. Oh, cool. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Norma Cat serves the slackest bag, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it, Norma, let me tell you. Oh, and it's uh, Christmas Eve. That I mean, that, that was unbelievable. You, you yourself would not have believed it, even knowing him as you do. Really? Christmas Eve, he's as Jewish as the, as the day is long at the North Pole, or whatever pole it's long at. And... And he's giving me a song and dance about it, kind of like I'm bothering him. Here, this was a period of time when I'm wondering whether I'm even going to get paid again, whether he's, like, jeopardized my entire, all the years I put in his business. And, well, it's Christmas Eve, you know, I'm with my family. Well, your family's Jewish last time I checked, okay? <laughs> Christmas Eve, my ass. Jesus Christ, what a maniac. And I'm bl I've been blessed and privileged. That, 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 to me, I should, I should, I wish I would have had that on tape. I would just play an endless loop of that from now until we get out of this place. I've been blessed and privileged to make all this money. In the meantime, they've made money on the show, okay? And they're the ones who offer the deals every time. Although this was our first negotiating experience with Jolly Joe Bell. And, of course, there was no negotiation, just like Hank said. There wasn't any negotiating going on. It's just like, oh, well, uh, here, here's what the offer is, and uh, either take it or leave it. If you don't like a 50% pay cut, plus uh, some other certain nasty things in there. Well, it was yes. designed for the obvious response to be no, no chance. Right. It wasn't an offer. Norma, you're just, I, I don't know. Well, once upon a time, I will say this, once upon a time he had it, but he's lost it. Maybe when they cut that big tumor out of uh, his body, maybe whatever he had before they, they cut it out. But well, well, where, where was the tumor? Rectum. But anyway, I, oh, I don't know, somewhere inside the bowels of his body. I don't know. I see. But, I mean, he did make this deal here, and he did get the deal with the Greg for me to do the show here and build these studios. I mean, there are a lot of positive things that he did. You know, the only problem being we were on the wrong station. Norm always had been. These people are, you're right, they're sick. They're, they're insane. Mm -hmm. My whole life I've known sports fans. I've never known people like this. No, no, these aren't fans. These, uh, everybody and their brother, anybody who ever wore a jockstrap or, or showered with guys or knows guys who wear a jockstrap, they got their own live spots, they got their own show. In fact, we heard that through the grapevine this morning, mm -hmm. that the sales department doesn't have time to be bothered with this show because they got too many other coaches' shows to this sell. This is a cult, coach, like a the coach. Harry Krishnas. Oh, my God. These are, these are, and the audience probably thinks I'm just exaggerating or making it up. That, that's, I mean, Drew Rosenhaus doing live spots. 
Go to the QM website. Try to click on Neil's Deals, and you get Danny Boy is all over my all over the place. Danny Boy is schmearing. Whatever you try to click on, Danny pops up there. And last time I checked, he uh, you know he's making a few bucks. Danny Boy, he's not going to miss any meals. Danny and the Brainstem. I call up Hank to wish him well and say goodbye on Friday uh, on Monday, which I was asked to do, and I was more than happy to do it. Because Hank's a good friend and a great guy, and uh, you know, he's already lost on this station. Believe me, he's already missed. And I, I get blown off because we got the brainstem is on the phone. Oh, it's Don Shula. Don Shula, doesn't that caller know that it's not fair to cheat? Ho, 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 ho. Man, talk about an old fuddy duddy. The brainstem calls in. I wish I, wish I would have heard that call. I bet, I bet you got that. Yeah, I got to look for something else to do. Do you have that, Chris, or not? Uh, I don't think so. Well, why not? I can try to get it, though. I want to get the brainstem. Okay. WDQAM, hello. QAM. Not there. That's a, that's a good line. That was real quiet. WDQAM, hello. I'm a fan. QAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. I just want to commend you on a great show. Ten years, uh, insomnia. This show puts me right to the Yeah, okay, good. WDQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Happy New Year. Back to you. Okay, and before I hang up, illegal ad in Canada. Very weak. Weak job today. Although it's the New Year, he's getting a new start. You know, considering it's the first show of the New Year, wouldn't you think we'd be having all these people, ladies included, calling and saying, Oh, Happy no, New Year, guys. No, wouldn't no, you think that? Like not, in a real no. civilized place? Well, I see, you, you know, right. let me finish. Okay. In a real civilized place, uh -huh. which is yeah. not South Florida, and a real friendly place uh -huh. after 31 uh, years or whatever it's been? Yeah, if we were in one of those places, yes, I would think. Almost that. 32 years, but by the way. Boy, I sure hope I'm here on the 1st of March not. to uh, do that 32nd uh, anniversary show. Because I know that there will be party favors and balloons, and Jolly Joel will probably fly up special himself to uh, drop a little bloody diarrhea in my living room. It'll be great. Tenth year anniversary on Monday on QM. Did I get a, a email? No. A postcard? No. A, uh, a card in the mail? No. A e card? No. A D card? No. Nothing. Nothing. And guess what, Jolly Joel? And this is a guy who lied, man. That that one bit where Bocas says he'll he'll shake your hand and smile and then quickly walk away. That's him. Phony. Such a big fan Just of the show. Boy. He's a big fan of the website. Every call, every email, and every call I ever got from him was something negative. Some old bitch called in. Some old uh, Jewish bitch called in. She didn't like some bit I played about uh, Ethan Skolnick or whatever. And uh, I had to get uh, an email from him about that. Everything negative that he could find. This is the kind of management style we get from a lunkhead like Joe Bell. You're a loser, baby. Like I've said before, it's written from head to toe all over your fat-ass body. Loser. And what you're doing to this place, man, Hitler didn't do to, the, to Europe what you're doing to this place. Decimating it. Destroying it. Butchering it. But Happy New Year. You, you phony, man. You actually did that. You shook his hand and said, Happy New Year? Yeah, yeah. Boy, you are so... You have no self-respect. That's why you're married. That's right. Or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe... QAM, hello. QAM, hello. I, I think I'm bugging you now. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. QAM, but not, but not, yeah. see, not like you think. Not, not like you think. See, that's the right. thing that cracks me up. They think that they're really, oh, we're going to destroy. But you know something? You know, I, I get paid, I get paid the same whether the callers are all great, his, whether they all suck, whether it's the same one person 4,000 times a day. It doesn't make any difference. His chemical dependency doesn't bother you? His no, lifelessness isn't getting to you? No. No? I have no life. WQAM, hello. 
New Year's resolution. Get a mouth hug from Joyce. <laughs> 8.42 on your survey. You're going to do a thousand easy, mister. How do you like that? Very happy. Where have all the homos gone? I don't get it. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader.
This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. I mean, look at Rosie. Anybody that has to kiss Rosie, I feel very sorry for. Cell phone video, Saddam Hussein's execution. And Nicole Smith has until the end of the day to get a paternity test for her four-month-old daughter. And Smith claims that boyfriend Howard K. Stern is the father. The Colts of Indianapolis win Super Bowl 41. The tug of war over Anna Nicole's body. Howard K. Stern wants to bury Anna Nicole in the Bahamas. A space shuttle astronaut is due in a Florida courtroom this morning to face serious charges stemming from an alleged love triangle. Police say 43-year-old Lisa Nowak was armed with a BB gun and knife when she drove from Houston to Orlando to confront a woman she considered her romantic rival. There are reports that she even wore diapers not stop. It's called Live Earth and it will involve concerts on seven continents to promote awareness of global warming. Video of Britney Spears with a shaved head circulates over the internet now and around the world. Well, it took a big court battle, but the body of Anna Nicole Smith has finally been embalmed. America voted. Sanjaya, you are going home tonight. Former Russian President Boris Yeltsin has died at the age of 76. Rosie O'Donnell delivered a bombshell on The View this morning, announcing she's leaving the show. Could Paris Hilton be going to jail? More legal trouble today for actor David Hasselhoff. Big, fat, lesbian, loud Rosie attacks innocent, pure Christian Elizabeth. Uh, Lindsay Lohan cracks up her car. Jailed life for Paris Hilton. The hotel heiress is spending her first full day in a county lockup. Paris Hilton has been sprung. Remanding Paris Hilton back into custody immediately. If President Bush had not acted, Vice President Cheney's former aide would have been reporting to prison in a matter of weeks. Al Gore's son has been released from the Santa Ana jail after reportedly posting a $20,000 bail. Actress Lindsay Lohan is now out of rehab and reportedly already spent the weekend partying in Las Vegas. Anti-war activist Cindy Sheehan and several hundred protesters are calling for the impeachment of President Bush. Yeah, we had Lindsay Lohan booked on the show tonight, but apparently she was already booked. And have you heard about the Britney Spears photo shoot. Her behavior has been described now as a complete meltdown. Nicole Richie is pregnant. Richie pled guilty last week to driving under the influence last December for driving the wrong way on the freeway. Another mugshot for Lindsay Lohan. Barry Bonds has become baseball's new home run king, but is his record tainted? Playing bumper cars with Britney Spears. Could this be her latest meltdown? The mother of two reportedly crashing her Mercedes into a parked station wagon in Hollywood when inspecting the damage. She managed to hit the car again. Carl Rove has called it quits. The flooding was so bad, Hillary Clinton had to switch from her pantsuit to a wetsuit. Mattel is recalling millions of Chinese-made toys today. On the day Michael Vick should have been with his Atlanta Falcons teammates getting ready for tonight's big game, 
the star quarterback instead was in a federal courtroom pleading guilty to dogfighting charges. Senator Larry Craig is denying any wrongdoing despite a guilty plea stemming from an incident in an airport men's room. Craig stated he is not gay three times, saying he did nothing wrong at the Minneapolis airport. Earlier today, a very confused President Bush ordered a ban on all pencils imported from China because he said they may contain lead. I hope Idahoans will allow me to continue serving gay people at the Minneapolis airport. Las Vegas police are calling O.J. Simpson a suspect. He says he was conducting, quote, a sting operation uh, at a sink and stumbling around. Britney Spears' big comeback falls flat. Pamela Anderson has walked down the aisle once again. Yes, you know by now, Britney Spears has lost custody of her children. Yeah, that's I mean, who's going to tuck them in at night and lip-sync a lullaby to it? Kid Rock is out of jail following his arrest after allegedly fighting outside a Waffle House restaurant in the Atlanta area. Harry Potter fans, this one's for you. It turns out the character Dumbledore is gay. Vice President Dick Cheney is going hunting again. I don't know if the writers are going to strike or not. Pats and Colts, this is the latest in NFL history that unbeaten teams have met. House Democrats introduced a proposal yesterday to impeach Vice President Dick Cheney. Another hard scare for Vice President Dick Cheney. Controversial radio host Don Imus is back on the air. Former Vice President Al Gore and members of the UN Climate Change Panel are now officially Nobel laureates for their work on global warming. Pats beat Pittsburgh 34-13, 13-0 now. The NBC announced that Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien are returning to TV in January. Pamela Anderson, she filed for divorce on Friday. Then yesterday, she had a change of heart. Twelve oh five at five sixty WQM. Ralph Nader, that uh, self-aggrandizing piece of turd, unleashed uh, on Hillary Rodham Clinton Monday, criticizing her for being soft on defense spending and a chum of big business, mm-hmm. and expressed his strong support for John Edwards. How do you like that? All right. It's not all right. It's bad news for a drooling Yahoo like John Edwards. Well, better than Swillery, I think, is where you're going. Yeah, and somebody that somebody will vote for. In an 11th hour effort to encourage liberal Iowans to recognize Edwards by giving him a victory, the activist and former presidential wannabe said in an interview that Clinton will pander to corporate interest groups if elected. Nader specifically accused Clinton of failing to challenge military spending because she's a woman who doesn't want to be labeled as soft on defense and doesn't want to be shown as taking on big business. As Clinton campaigned through a snowstorm in southeast Iowa, pledging to bring about the changes we need, Nader accused her of uh, using empty rhetoric. She has not led the way against the avalanche of military contracting, corporate crime, fraud, and abuse, he said. We want to inform the people of Iowa about Hillary Clinton because all the focus is on, do they have the experience and do they have the personal charisma, and can they cross the aisle? It was Nader who famously or infamously to many Democrats siphoned off enough liberal votes from Al Gore in 2000 to hand New Hampshire and Florida as a result the presidency to George W. Bush. All those dead people in Iraq, we can thank you, Ralph Nader. Right. Since 2004, however, Nader's been increasingly controversial with the political left. He was booed at the National Conference of Progressive earlier this year. But he remains a popular figure among some liberals who are too stupid to see uh, you know, an, an ass when they stick it in their face. Activists are especially influential in the Iowa caucuses if only because participation asks hours of voters' time. Only a small portion of Iowa Democrats caucused in 2004. 
The whole process is screwy. It's pathetic. It's not a uh, primary. It's a caucus. It's crap. You ever been in Secaucus, New Jersey? Don't go there. It no. stinks bad. But then again, so does most of Jersey. It smells really bad. QAM, hello. Tickle me, Daddy. Oh, God. He, he must have gotten a real over, over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Must have got a fresh supply. Out oh, of control today, out. baby. Out of control. The crack man. Cracked him. 862 on the survey. Do you consider yourself exclusively heterosexual? 661. 76.6%. Bisexual, 76. Not sure, 47. Exclusively homosexual, 47. Only 5.4%. And asexual, 31. As in, who the hell would touch me? The storied rivalry. Oh, this is a, this is, this must be a comedy in itself. It's from Yahoo News. Oh, it's from Reuters. The storied rivalry between Jay Leno and David Letterman takes a new twist tonight when the two stars of U.S. late night TV returned to the air two months into a bitter strike by TV and film writers. Letterman, who has lagged behind Leno in the ratings since 1995, has a chance to regain the upper hand as he ventures back with his writing team and the blessing of the Writers Guild of America under a special deal between the union and his production company. That agreement announced last week enables Letterman to return with a full complement of monologue jokes and comedy bits, including his nightly top ten list, and makes it easier for him to book guests who otherwise might have balked at crossing picket lines to appear. And like I told you before the show this morning, the idea that there are people who write stuff for those two shows is enough to make me just want to scream, make me want to puke. Oh, God. Leno will not have his writing team back. Could face trouble getting celebrity guests who are members of the Screen Actors Guild. He will still have both chins, though. On Monday, CBS announced the first guest on Late Show with David Letterman would be actor Robin Williams. Oh, brother. I wonder if he's going to be wearing his Patch Adams nose. Followed the next night by Ellen Page, the Canadian star of the art house movie hit Juno. NBC's Tonight Show with Jay Leno has so far announced only Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee is its first guest. <laughs> Get out your Bibles and pray, baby. Mike Huckabee is going to be out with Jay Leno. The two shows were thrown into immediate reruns when the WGA went on strike against major studios November 5 on my birthday. The contact dispute, Hollywood's worst labor clash in 20 years, has hinged on disagreement over how writers should be paid for work distributed over the Internet. Leno, Letterman, other late-night stars resisted pressure to renew production for weeks. Even as ratings for reruns of their shows plunged, they began planning to return when talks to when the walkout collapsed December 7. Even as ratings for their shows plunged. What does that tell you about their talent, huh? Yep. And that uh, just, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, you know, you don't I, haven't have played, to. I haven't played this yet. The Neil Rogers Show will not be heard today or any other day ever again on WQAM. <laughs> this management has succeeded in removing him from our airwaves once and for all to proceed with our corporate goal of spectacular failure. So for now, Bleeding Sporthole Sickness Radio 560 WQAM is proud to bring you the Ping Pong Championship Finals. Hello, I'm Clarence. And this is the Jason Jennifer Jackson League. We're here at the ping pong finals, and, and what an exciting volley it is. There, Clarence, uh, could you pass the, the donuts over there? Mm-hmm. I like the custard. The, uh, the guy on that side of the table. Yes, that would be on the left side of your radio dial. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He, uh, he really lobbed it over the table. Mm-hmm. Lob. You can hear the swelling excitement. Can, can you turn the audio up on this? Better. Mm, this is so great, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 
It sure is. I can just picture everybody driving in their cars listening to this, turning up the radio now. Let's turn it up, people. You, um, you actually think, um, people are listening to this? Of course. It's very exciting to me. <laughs> are you questioning my ability as a program director? Mm, well, not at all. I'm certain this will give, a, give us a number of some kind. Mm. Well, why should I care anyway? I'm earning my six figures. Well earned, I would say. My lips are numb. Mm. I, um, uh, think we, uh, got a strong break here. Stronger soft. I like soft. But we uh we don't have any spots. Um, okay, uh I guess uh, just let the audio run. So, so glad Neil's gone. Now we're just like ESP and <coughs> sports. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil. at 560 WQAM and of course New Year's always means one thing especially in places like Hialeah and Opalaka and places like that get out the guns and shoot a bunch of shots up in the air right? yeah apparently that's uh, the thing that they do they do that that's a way to celebrate baby alright an 11 year old boy playing hide and seek was killed minutes before the New Year began when a neighbor fired a semi-automatic weapon into an abandoned couch the boy was hiding behind outside an Opalaka apartment complex did police said yesterday the boy, Joshua Aroliga, was shot several times, including once in the head, and was pronounced dead at the scene. The suspect, Zeon Fernandez, 49, fled from the apartment complex parking lot, but later turned himself into North Miami police and was charged with one kind of manslaughter. Neighbors said they knew Fernandez had a gun, but it's not clear why he started shooting at the sofa. Maybe the sofa looked dangerous. Joshua's neighbors and family did say Tuesday night they didn't think Fernandez knew the boy was hiding behind the couch. It's an accident, I think, said Eduardo Umama, Joshua's uncle. Umama. Yeah. He never meant for this to happen. Maybe he was drinking, said Umama. 
Neighbors said gunfire was common in the area of the apartment complex at 13240 Port Said Road. Port said, how do you say that? Say what? S-A-I-D. Port said? Sure, why not? But that at first, no one paid any mind, especially on New Year's Eve. Gun, uh, gunfire is common. Oh, yeah. Everybody does it, says 17-year-old Alexander Camacho. We always hear it around here. Oh, yeah. Around 11.15 p.m. Monday, Joshua's 15-year-old brother Marvin took a break from a game, the voice called Manhunt, to get a drink of water. When he came back outside, he saw Fernandez standing near his Ford pickup, shooting what looked like a 9mm pistol into a couch somebody had thrown out near the trash receptacle about 20 feet away. I didn't do nothing, he said in an interview Tuesday night, but my mom came running out. She was saying, where's Joshua? Family member searched the back of the complex. Guess what? Joshua wasn't there. Then Marvin and his stepfather searched the front. I saw my brother Marvin said he was lying face down in the parking lot behind the discarded sofa. When Marvin picked him up, he saw a wound in his head. Then the bullet fell out of his mouth. He he wished he hadn't seen that. He said, I don't wish that on anybody. Tuesday afternoon, there was a light on at the Fernandez apartment, but nobody answered the door, says the Herald. Downstairs, Joshua's extended family was gathering outside his apartment. His mother was inside, too distraught to see anyone. You mama, his uncle, worried there wouldn't be money to bury the boy. He'd found a place, Florida Funeral Home and Crematory, but cost more than five grand for the funeral viewing and everything. He worried that Joshua's mother, a hotel housekeeper and father a mechanic, couldn't afford to pay that. Your mama was trying to start a collection, but it wasn't going well. Yeah, let's go out on New Year's Eve and shoot off a few rounds. They the end of the year, and the sofas, and the like, uh, dumpsters, stuff like that. Anything that's like handy, yeah, you know? Yeah, I got a better idea. What's that? Stay inside. Stay in, that's a, what I did. With a helmet on your head. That's what I did. I stayed inside with a helmet Zacharias album, an old one. 881 on a survey. It's not, I don't know. You think, well, it's the first day of the new year. You know, now the holidays are over. People are trying to get back to, like, normal. Like this one here, QAM. Um, what house are you? <laughs> Rack them. The crack problem. He's just out of control today, man. What do you think it is? You think it's the holidays? Or maybe maybe the really resolution old? that he made was to have less of a life this year. Oh, or maybe a lot more drugs. If that's possible, but I doubt it. Uh, See, people who can afford drugs are too busy doing that, you see. WQAM, hello. Like I said, South Florida, man. First show of the new year. You'd think we'd be inundated. Mm -hmm. Happy New Year, guys. I hope it's going to be a great year. Best of luck getting the hell out of that place. And uh, thanks for the memories and up uh, up your nose with a piece of hose. Like that. Do we have one lady call today to say no. anything? No. Very, very hostile place. Very unacceptable. So even though it's 85 million degrees below zero here today, the sun is shining at least. And it looks really nice sitting inside looking out. And the people are polite and friendly. A little bit too polite and friendly driving, eh? A little too slow, eh? Speed it up a little. Put a little uh, something on the pedal. Like your ass. Something. God, do they drive slow here. I've never seen anything like it in my life. There are three speeds, slow, slower, and reverse, which proves, like I've always said, nothing is perfect, man. If you're looking for paradise, I don't care what certain philosophers have said, even that one, there ain't no paradise. WQAM, hello. Well, the weather outside is... QAM, hello. QAM, hello. It puts the Iowa caucus. WQAM, hello. Happy New Year, guys. Best of luck getting the hell out of that place. Bye. (laughs) You got to feed them the lines, man. 
It's like Jay Leno and Letterman. You got to feed them the lines if they got no material. Just like uh, you got to feed him a few lines too. And I'm sure he's taking full advantage right now. Maybe somebody's uh, supporting his habit. I doubt it. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing? Happy okay, New sir. Year. Back to you. Yeah, I was reading Investor Daily, and they had an article on there saying one out of four cars they uh, could be repossessed, which could even be a bigger problem than the housing problem right now. And also, this freeze tonight is going to kill all the Florida produce. I'm out. Okay, thanks for your uplifting call, sir. WQAM, hello. I'm looking for a spoon. <laughs> See, like I said before, I, I enjoy it. I've reached that point now. I'm enough of a masochist. I'm absolutely enjoying it. Yeah. And you, you're just uh, you're so what? you're so I don't know jaded at this point anyway that it doesn't sure. make any difference to you. No, it doesn't. George don't care. Okay, you can That's call right. him and call him like uh, fairy. Uh, Say anything you want. you want. What difference does it make? Right, exactly. Like that, that blogger, it's like some fat bloggers writing stuff about us. Ooh. What blogger is that? Remember that? You read that thing and you had uh, the only person that he liked on the station was the big O. And he ripped you and he ripped me and he ripped a Hank. He ripped everybody else. Yeah. Remember that? It's, it's like that. It's well, the same thing. Need, Callers, why bloggers. Why do you remember that crap, though? That, that's I was the, just bringing it up as an example. I don't even remember. Just barely, vaguely remember it. Fat, lifeless holes. One thing I've learned to do, man, when it comes to a clock, this is all like I do. Oh, yeah. It's like you turn the key in the lock. Exactly. And you walk out, and you just—it's uh, just there. Just even, that's what I should do to mm -hmm. the studio. Although I don't let the maid—I let the maid vacuum in here, but I don't let her touch nothing. You don't let her dust with a feather duster. No, in fact, you know something? Maybe that's what I'll do in my spare time since I have so much of it. I'll mm -hmm. get a feather duster. Well, you know what else I need to get? And we haven't done that pull in a long time. It's almost as good as paper or plastic. The body wash or soap. Mm -hmm. The fact that there are still people out there using soap. There's something really wrong about that. If you're using soap, that means you want to drop it. You're rich and have that thing squoze right out of your hand and, oops, drop the soap again. Squoze. Yeah, squoze right out of your hand. That's right. That, that there was the goes. squoze sound. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. I squoze too hard. Oh, Which, during no. the last break, by the way, I did go in and squoze pretty hard. Did you? Didn't have to squoze too hard. Now, I, I don't like you today. I don't know what yeah, it is. I don't maybe, know. Maybe we're getting the last year out of our system. That must be it. Huh? I'm not done. You're not done? I might have to go back. Not another lengthy I session. Just, I have length. no idea. Everybody I, clear out of the tea room. George is going to have a, a gigantic movie. See, I never know how long it's going to take, unlike some people that have it down to an art. Oh, I've got it down to a science man. Sure. I envy you. I'm, I'm already wiping before I sit down. I know how long it takes me to do everything else except that. I'll be damned. That's well, let's get the stopwatch for George's next trip. Take it, baby. Oil passes $100 a barrel, all right. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. Absolutely. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars report can lead to going blind. Now, Clinton, he 
was working hard Late nights in the ovary office Working on a practical joke He took a Mac and noodle Put an exploding load in Poor Monica was blowing rings of smoke Bill cigars and Monica's vagina All right She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind Rectum Put a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind All people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wronged up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. You fair. Oh, candy is empty. Yeah, Dutch Master is faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of real old and put it in a Let me tell you one thing. The day that James Taylor dies, I'm going to have a big party if I'm still alive. You know, even if I'm just barely hanging on. But I have a big party. I can't stand James Taylor. Can you? I like him fine. No, you don't. Okay. You, you do? I don't. Neither fish nor fowl. I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't have any of his records. Well, why not? If you like him just fine. I don't dislike him. It's just there. I seen fire and I seen yeah. rain. And I'm saying I mean, it's, it's not depressing. for me, but he ain't. It's music uh, to blow you know. your brains out, by. You know, it's not for me, but whatever. Oh, it's, my it's God. all fine. Oil passes $100 a barrel for the first time ever due to concerns about inventories and Nigerian supplies. And we would be remiss in not saying on this first day of the new year, 2008, thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. <laughs> you butcher, you bastard, you lunatic, you liar, you murdering knucklehead. All of these uh, All of these things. things. And I just said it. Thank you so much. So $100 a barrel, so what does that mean? It's going to cost you like about 200 bucks to fill up your gas tank? Sure. I see some bad, bad things coming. In the new year, like four dollar a gallon gas, or pretty close to it. Nine oh two on your survey, by the way, Mister Hotshot, fat and lazy. Uh huh. So now, what were you saying that uh, Shula mentioned my name several times during that conversation? No, he didn't mention him among um, um, many others. No, he. When you're look, when you're that fried as he is, when they call you, when your nickname is the Brainstem, you think he remembers who the hell I am? George has the sound if uh, you want it. The sound of what? <laughs> What the hell was that? The the sound of silence. No, what was that? That was a raspberry. Do you want to hear the... Uh... George has the sound of what? When you hung up and Shula came on. Yeah, okay, let's hear it. Meanwhile they're, giving, they're meanwhile, they're giving... They're waving me off on you. Apparently, there's somebody else who wants to get on the air. You're going to, give, you're going to blow me off already? I can't do that. Oh, my God. Who, who else? I want to know who it is before I uh, say I don't on. know. There's... 
Oh, it's Don Shula. Uh-huh. Is it really? See yeah. that? Now, wait a minute. Put well, it on. Stop case, that right there, okay? Tell them to quit ripping the Patriots. It sounds like sour well, grapes. <laughs> I'll tell them. God almighty. Okay, well, listen. Yeah. You see, you're telling me that it was Hank's decision. They're waving me off already because they got somebody much more important on the phone, meaning the brainstem, Shula. They, as in your close personal friend, Allison, who uh, mm-hmm. prodded and pleaded. Don Shula, I For me to call oh. in the Humper on his show, even though he and I, you know, said goodbye on my show for Monday morning. That wasn't good enough. No, call in the Humper, okay? Which I'm, was more than my pleasure to do it. And she waved me off, okay? Well, guess what, Allison? Uh, assuming what, it was her. But, well, yeah, it probably was. Of course it was. She produces his show, or did. Now, who's seriously producing now? Mad Dogs, I think. Well, who was his producer before? Well, Curtis is his board album producer. Yeah. And Allison was working with Curtis on uh, Hank's show. She was working on Curtis? Oh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. So I think she's Booking now moving with yeah. I think she's now moving to uh, Mad Dogs. Booking Dog guests? I thought that Sister Mary Mandish is the one guy that had the balls to say the cojones. Say, I don't do guests. I don't believe in guests. Didn't he always say that? I don't yeah. know what he said. And are, are they inundating him now with stupid-ass guests with more of these dumb jocks? Well, where is her name on the uh, schedule? Uh, the it's on the uh, Jack show. Oh, okay. Then I guess Allison and now. Summit. Who the hell is Summit? That's a uh, new board up that uh, Jason knows. A new board op that Jason knows? Yes, he's a friend of Jason's. What? What is that? Just that's what it like, sounds that's like. like when Mo brought in that uh, Israeli kid from New York. Remember that? Shy. Yeah. Shy? What the hell happened to him? Did he shy away? Or fly away? I think he was fired. Eventually. He was fired for what? Yeah. For being Jewish? For, no, for being Jewish. problem with the Marlins or Uh-oh. something. Uh-oh. Like he had a what? Something came up with the Marlins that... Uh, the Marlins complained about him, so. Yeah, Shaw was a good was guy, for what it's worth. He was an Israeli. Let's get it right. But he was a really good but, guy. He was a really good well, guy. There's probably some good Israelis. I haven't met any, but. Oh, I met that one. How do you like that? He was Jewish and he got canned at QAM. What a coincidence, huh? Oh, my God. Because the Marlins got bent under shape. Well, you know the way it goes. We made all that money on the Marlins. Not. Lost our ass on the Marlins. Did. With six days to go until the New Hampshire primary, there are ties and poll results for the top candidates in both parties. You know, I'm thinking to myself during this last uh, Bill Cigar thing I'm playing, this is the best we can do? Every four years, I think that to mm-hmm. myself. 300 million people, these are the best and the brightest. Mm-hmm. This is the best we can I mean, I like Barack Obama, but you're right about that. He's got about as much chance of getting elected he's as uh, great. He's tiny. smart. He's articulate. He's got yeah, charisma. He's, he's, good, but he's, he's also good idea. Yeah, he's the wrong color. Ain't he's nobody going to vote for him. Man. And, and uh, you know, you hear the scuttlebutt. Even the black people don't consider him black enough, so he's not even going to get their vote. Yeah, he's too black. He's not African American. He's only half place, okay? this, and the black is the wrong kind of black from the wrong place. If he could be more like a shade like Lester Holt, right, you know? Right, right, because he's an African. His parents were never, you know, his uh, ancestors were never slaves. So. Can I continue with this poll? Yeah, I'm going to go a big rank. In fact, I'd like you to finish the show. No. With roughly a quarter of those... <laughs> I mean, no, thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> with roughly a quarter of those polled in both parties saying they won't make up their mind till the election, both the Democratic and Republican presidential nomination races are up for grabs in New Hampshire. Oh, let's go to New Hampshire, man, where they're real craggy. Senator John McCain of Arizona, whose campaign was languishing six months ago, and former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney are now tied for first. 
with each grabbing 29% of likely Republican primary voters. The CNN-WMUR poll conducted by the University of New Hampshire found former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani is at only 12%, and Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, 10%, far-bissing, Bible-thumping, bigoted lunatic. Liar, phony. Well, I got an attack ad, but I'm not going to run it. I'll let you guys in the media see it, but <laughs> who the hell is he kidding? It's the McCain comeback, his new hand, and you want to know why? Because of what I just got through saying, because mm. the field is so lackluster mm. that even a crazy Weak. man like McCain seems plausible at this point. His New Hampshire support dropped abruptly over the summer when his campaign nearly ran out of money, but he's made steady gains since then, senior uh, analyst Bill Schneider of CNN said. McCain was tied with Giuliani for lead in New Hampshire in February and March. By July, he dropped to fourth place with just 12%. Much of the political world left McCain for dead. After cash problems forced him to cut his staff, McCain's share of the vote has grown steadily through December, and the poll suggests it's come at the expense of Giuliani. Like Joe Biden says, every speech by Giuliani, it's a noun, a verb, and 9-11. For the first time, GOP primary voters see McCain and not Giuliani as best able to handle terrorism, and a whopping 53% feel he could do the best job with the war in Iraq. Romney has a major advantage on the economy and illegal immigration. When it comes to the personal qualities of the two men, McCain's taken the lead on experience and seen as more honest. On the Democratic side, Swillery's got a four-point lead over Obama, 34 to 30 percent among likely voters. But if you take into account their survey sampling error, it's a statistical dead heat. Uh, John Edwards, 17 percent. There's only one thing about John Edwards he's got going for him. You know what that is? He's electable because he's a drooling yahoo. There you go. He's the, he's the white color. The white color. The white color and the good old boy.
God, is that thing real? No. It's the debut of the Jason Jackson show this afternoon, 2 to 4 on QAM. Oh, my God. That's what a lot of people are saying. Are you going to be tuned into that? Who are you talking to? Oh, you, of course. Me. Yeah. You're funny. I wonder who this could be, WQAM. Hey, Neil. Happy New Year. And back to you. Hey, can we hear the rest of that call? I wanted to hear Shola's response. (laughs) His response to what? Oh, yeah, that's right. I chopped George off. Okay. And don't let me forget to play a Roby Rance for uh, Anthony, the UPS driver in Connecticut. It's his birthday. Oh, and I I should probably give him one of these, too. No extra charge, Tony. Here it is. Now, what do you want to hear? Oh, he want to hear the rest of the Shula thing. Can you do it? Sounds like sour grapes. (laughs) Tell him. God almighty. Okay, well, listen. uh, All the best. Hey, thanks, Neil. Like we said this morning, and keep in touch. Okay, I certainly will. Have a great year, Hank. All the best to you. Thanks. Neil Rogers. Coach. Hey, Hank, how, how how you doing? I had to drop Neil Rogers. He'll be ripping me tomorrow now. <laughs> hey, listen, the, uh, that guy that was just on thinks it's okay for New England to cheat, huh? <laughs> that was Neil that guy Rogers. Was just on. <laughs> that guy. Anyway, how you doing, Coach? You're that? doing great. Doing that great. guy there. silence. This guy. That was Neil Rogers. That and guy. the response from the brainstem is silence. Silence. Well, I don't know who that is. The hell you don't. 
You remember when we were at IOD and he got all bent out of shape? Who was doing the coach's show after Hank quit doing it? Uh, I don't know. Sonny Hirsch? Was it Sonny? No, it wasn't Sonny. It was somebody who did the coach's show. Was it Ranieri? Oh, it was Ranieri. Okay. And he didn't like the... He didn't like the fact that Ranieri hadn't seen the game, or he didn't like the questions he was asking, and they had to yank him off of that thing and put somebody else on. Remember that? Right. You take yourself much too seriously, Brainstem. Let me tell you that right now. Much too seriously. Sour puss, if you ask me. I just wasn't conscious. Don Shula, I Oh! Thanks, honey. You're welcome. God. You know what I'm thinking about him? We need some help. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, forget about the, the brainstem, okay, about the Shoesmeister, because it's all about Shula and uh, Marino. It's all about living in the past, because the organization. Well, we got the Parcells era coming up now. You know something, Chris? What's that? If the Parcells, oh, and guess who I saw several times over the holidays doing the live spot. I mean, not a live spot. <laughs> I got live spots on the brain. Not on the show, but on the brain. But uh, doing a spot for some energy bar. You've probably seen this spot. Who's Brady that? Quinn. Really? No, I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? He looks pretty good to me in that spot. Brady Quinn. I don't see uh, John, what's his name, Beck doing any live spots. Unless they're going to be doing live spots for dropping the football. Maybe they'll have one for that. Maybe. But what I started to ask you is if the Parcells era turns out to be a a big tuna, it turns out to be a rotten fish, what's going to happen then? Then they start over again. Uh, Isn't that what they're doing now, starting over again? That's why I said again. Come on, let's get rid of that scam Scammerin guy, okay? As much as I love the Patriots and I, anything bad that happens to the Dolphins makes me happy. Nevertheless, I mean, come on, man. What are you waiting on? He's waiting for the new GM. You think anybody with a half a brain is going to keep Scam Cameron? Scam Cameron is to football what Joe Bell is to radio. Loser written all over him. But he's on the phone again. He's talking upstairs. He's talking to the coaches upstairs on that phone. They're losing 87 to 3, but scan the scamsters on the phone. God, what, what are we going to do about these? Uh, but did you go in and ask Clarence about the, the engineer? No, but I wrote it down, so when I see him. Yeah, tomorrow morning. I won't be in this. I mean, I, I can try to. Uh, Remember, uh, tomorrow? I'll all be, I will uh, do, location. all I'll accomplish is I'll break because you need a certain tool, as you know, to get these uh, little yes. square buttons off here. Should always have the right tool. I ain't got the right tool. Oh, and look at that. The light just went on again. Hmm. It keeps it keeps flickering, which means the bulb is going, you know. I mean, once upon a time, a couple of years ago, the engineer up here came and he, he swapped out all the bulbs maybe like three years ago, and that was fine. And it lasted for a long time, but now they've got to be replaced again. I know at right. great expense. The delay pot, the bulbs, what else? I'm making a list. That's it. That's all, all right. we need right now that I can think of. That's all that's broken so far. Intercom. Oh, and the intercom, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. The intercom that not only doesn't work, but it goes on the air. Let's try it. Okay, how does this sound? Is this on the air? Yeah. That was on the air? Yeah, I guess so. That was with my mic closed. That was the intercom. That's a, that's supposed to be for me to talk uh, See, with Chris back and forth. I heard it on my on speakers, so I know it was on the air. Oh, oh God. Oh, my God. See, this is Norma again. See? Norma, who actually was in Make Believe Radio and played radio for a long time on the light bulb, who ought to know about these things. And ought to be holding their feet to the fire, at least on a minimum of things like this. If I'm going to be here another week, another month, another year, whatever it's going to be, Norma. Oh, it's New Year's Eve. It's Christmas Eve. It's uh, Tishabov. It's, yeah, right. Property taxes didn't drop like a rock during Governor Charlie Crist's gay first year in office, but neither did his approval rating. How do you like that? They like him. Of course, they liked his predecessor, too. They loved his uh, fat-ass Jeb Bush. 
The Republican weathered a difficult year well, despite making only modest gains of two of the issues he championed most during his campaign, lowering property taxes and property insurance rates. His approval rating did drop. It almost had to, having reached 73% in July. Wow. 73%, but even with more than a billion dollars in budget cuts, property insurance rates that remained high, and property tax cuts that didn't return much to people's wallets, Christ was given a thumbs up. A thumbs up the rectum by 65% of respondents in October poll by Quinnipiac University. People know they're tough problems and don't lend themselves to quick, easy solutions, but he's getting good marks for the fact that he's trying, for the fact that he's gay. And he's trying through bringing people together rather than my way or the highway, said Bobby Graham, who served as two terms as governor before serving three terms in the Senate. Good old Bobby Graham, at least he's still alive, you know. He changed the tone in Tallahassee, Graham said. Chris is a very open person who not only listens to, but solicits advice from a lot of different perspectives. He's an open person. Correct him. Well, I don't think he meant that. I wonder if he's got a very wide stance like Larry Craig, you think? No, I don't know. That'd be a good poll question. Who's got the widest stance in their pants? Mark Foley, Charlie Christ, or Larry Craig? 938 on the survey, by the way. You're going to make a 1,000, Mr. Hotshot. You're oh, be very proud. We ought to have like 1,500 on there. Easy. Back in the day, remember those days when we had an audience? No. It's a long time. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just wondering if you had the opportunity to eat at a place called Happy Buffet in Hialeah. No, never heard of it, sir, and I eat with my teeth in, okay? I don't take my teeth out to eat. I see. Well, it's a very good restaurant, and I'd like to, to recommend it to you and any listeners. Yeah. Well, Happy buffet. Yeah, well, let me make a suggestion to you, okay, sir? Don't steal the silverware. The silverware? Don't steal the silverware, the forks, the knives, the spoons. Get out of here, you old fart. Oh, see that? He's so mean to the callers. That it... Yeah, right. That's your idea of a talk show with some grizzled 900-year-old fart that's giving me a song and a dance. Probably uh, got some kid as a dishwasher there in a restaurant. Some great-great-grandkid. WQAM, Hello. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. I'm constipated. Yeah, you can say that again. That's for damn sure. 942 on our sexual survey out there. And boy, these people on the phone, you can be damn sure they're in the asexual party. At least that's what they ought to be voting. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. In fact, several of them I don't think have, like, like that thing about doing the board here, not the right. And there the light went out again on the mic. Now it's back on because I have to turn it off, put it back on again. Haven't you gone well, Why should I be the only time? one? Yeah, that's right. Why should George be the only one to suffer through stuff that's broken and they don't want to fix it because it might cost them a dime for a new light bulb in that uh, pot? Right. The um, bulb on uh, George's pot doesn't light up either. Really? We're still talking about the same thing? Uh huh. Yeah. We're, we're talking about having pot problems. This is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. You people should, should damn bad that not only you have to be bought up by that bandit Paxson, but if I wanted to buy some time on your station, I couldn't. You don't have real people at 75, uh, for You don't have it on your regular number. I was asked to be a guest on one of your talk shows, or I think it's your AM, the WIOD. They won't even call me back to tell me what the name of the show is. I was on your station in 1964. I'm a sort of prominent guy in Miami. I buy time, and I influence people who buy time. If you people can't get it together to be a better radio station, and if you were a Conrad station or an EBS station, I suggest that you take your damn frequency, which my grandmother's friend Jesse J. put 
ought to be ashamed of yourselves. My name is Roby Young, and the telephone number is a motel in Miami, room 13. You people ought to be ashamed. You shouldn't even be running that facility. And I used to be the boss of the damn thing in 19... And I ran the damn thing, and I would fire your ass. You are terrible. You have no credibility in radio. Now, damn it all to piss before I get on the phone to Benson. You get on the phone to me, and you get me to take this bet, or I'm going to tell them a lot more. If the sale goes through. But it will, because you're doomed anyhow. Good luck to you. There you go. Roby goes nuts. Okay, I just came up with a, a little... A uh, little improvisation here. How does that sound? That sounds fine. Does it really? Sure. Well, see, that's the guest mic, which I never use. Wow. And that pot works because it's never been turned on. It's a little different somehow. That's what I was going to ask. Is it, a little, is it better or is it worse? Uh, I don't want to sound like guilty. No, no. Bad. It's like got like, um, I don't know, some like reverb what? to it or something? It's got a little reverb to it? Maybe. now? Oh, How wow. Yeah, now it's got a lot. <laughs> All right, so that, that's what I'm going to do because this other one. Evidently, we're not going to get any engineering assistance here in the studio, which, of course, is just uh, grotesque and totally unprofessional, unacceptable. But Norma's too busy uh, worrying about it's, uh, well, it's the holidays, you know, and oh, geez, you know, you're such it's a It's the holiday season. Yeah. So hip hooray. That's what I got, and man. whoop dee doo Some people got a real person for an agent. I got a flower. Pansy. Excuse me now. I got to go poo. WDQ, not again. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Good. How do I sound on this microphone, sir? You sound excellent, Neil. Yes, I do. You've never sounded better in your life. Yeah. I got a question. Uh, I know you're eating at Ruth Chris. I've eaten at Ruth Chris Steak. You've you've it's eaten there, yeah? Yeah, it's very very good. Actually, it's out in Las Vegas. So anyways, awesome. have you ever been to Ziggy Mad Dogs here? Yeah, I don't Las want to hear about Street? Vegas. I don't want to hear about your slot either. Okay, schmuck. No kidding. WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, I'm sir. A problem solver. I heard the wow. You're a problem, you all right. Put the get... period at the end of the uh, first word there, okay? You're a problem, not a solver, just a problem. Nine fifty-two on a survey. When we get to a thousand, I might give you the results. Yeah, this mic seems more vibrant, more alive. You know what, doesn't it? Or is it just my imagination? It, was uh, just mine. it could huh? just be the uh, the uh, the reverb or the whatever echo coming from the speakers. I'm not sure, but it's a little bit different. Well, what what does that mean? I mean, I haven't adjusted the overhead. It's the same where it was before. What what you be talking about, Mister? Huh? And what does that have to do with ball games and jock straps and coaches? Huh? Hey, coach. Nothing. Oh. By the way, Greg Lowe will be in touch with you. George already spoke to him. Well, thank God for that. He's a real engineer, Greg Lowe, and he uh, he does a good job here. Uh, how, how many how many weeks and months of gnashing and screaming and begging did this take, huh? To finally maybe get an engineer up here which I don't want to, again, give the reasons why he isn't coming here, but there's a lot of rumors about that. WQAM, it's got nothing to do with me either. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, uh, I want Miroslav Satan to score on me. Yeah. Uh, ah. WQAM, hello. George is very scared. Why does he... WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. All Republicans need to be... WQAM, hello. Oh, he had new material there for your boyfriend. You know what's that? No, not I, new. I, what? Not new. I think all the uh, New Year people are like uh, you know, trying out some new stuff for the New Year. Of course, it won't change next week or next month or seven weeks from circus. It'll still be the same. Like this one, QAM. I mean, this is like... U.S. crude oil futures hit a record $100 a barrel today. Sir, thank you, Mr. President, for the low gas prices. 
surging more than $4 as violence in OPEC members, Nigeria and Algeria, combined with a weak dollar, and cold snap to boost crude futures. Cold snap my ass. And believe me, you probably could right now. Let me see if the temperature is rising, okay, just a little tiny bit. When I got up this morning, it was minus 14, and it's still minus 13. And the high today is only going to be minus 11, but with a big sun on there, and a big sun on for tomorrow, and a minus 6. And then Friday, a minus 2, and Saturday, a plus 2. There's your Toronto weather, which I know is captivating, scintillating radio, and if you don't like it, too bad. We had a cold snap in Florida, near record temperatures. What was it, 59 last night? I think so, something like that. Don't tell me George is out oh, again. Right here. Oh, scary. I, I thought maybe you were on the move again. Uh, Literally. I could be. On the move again. Without notice. Unless you want me to give you some notice, I'll, you know. Fresh buying at the New Year was also cited as helping lift the oil futures com- uh, complex. On the New York Mercantile Exchange at 12.17, less than an hour ago, February crude was up $2.67 or 9865 a barrel. Trading from 96.05 to $100 even, a record front month high, eclipsing the previous record, a 99.29 set November 21th. How do you like that? I bet you the S&P is down now for that jackass that wants us all to gamble away our money. I'd rather go to Woodbine. At least uh, once upon a time, you have a good time. Let's see. Let me see if the S&P is. Let me get on that channel. What is it, 184 on my cable? Oh, power lunch. Oil, 98.85. See, it's back down under 100. What are you getting excited about? Oh, 98.79. See, it's coming up. But the S&P is down almost 22 points. It's down precipitously. How do you like that? Oh, my God. You jackass. Man, you just wait. You ain't seen nothing yet if this oil thing keeps up like that. How about $200 a barrel? How about, how about 10 bucks a gallon for gas? What do you think? Okay. You think we ought to get a new job somewhere close to where you live? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can hitchhike. Sure. You could be the hitcher. Maybe Rector Howell will pick you up. It could be in Nome, Alaska. A House resolution to impeach U.S. Vice President Dick Cheney, Dennis Kucinich's H.R. 799 bill, is gathering more support. Oh! Well, I, I do like this other mic much better. How come he didn't tell me like five years ago to use this one? Yeah. The national impeachment continues to grow and generate increasing interest since being referred to the House Judiciary Committee last month, a Kucinich spokesperson said. As a member of that committee, Representative Bobby Wexler and two other committee members, Luis Gutierrez and Tammy Baldwin, have joined together in demanding that the legal action against Cheney moves forward. And there's a picture of Dick right here. And in the background, there's Condoleezza. Oh, my God. What a nasty bitch. She's got the most sour look on her puss, man. You think she was, you think her stuff didn't stink, man. Talk about arrogant, condescending, sellout bitch. Well, Dr. Rice, remember that with uh, Fox mm. News, Heather, that oh, Dr. Yeah. Rice card? Oh, yeah. Congressman uh, Bobby Wexler, Florida, great guy, just one elected official who says the charges are too serious to ignore. There is credible evidence that the vice president abused the power of his office and not only brought us into an unnecessary war, but violated the civil liberties and privacy of American citizens. It is the constitutional duty of Congress to hold impeachment hearings, he said. They went on to say... He went on to say he believes Dick Cheney and the Bush administration have demonstrated a consistent, a consistent pattern of abusing the law and misleading Congress and the American people. But on this mic, I can't read quite so good. I make a lot of mistakes. But you know what? It doesn't make any difference because they're not... All they want to hear is the sound of my voice. So they can call and say, Hi, Ron! You know, good stuff like that. Right? Brother. We see the consequences of these actions abroad in Iraq and at home through the violations of our civil liberties, Wexler said. Congresswoman Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin said in August that published reports identified the vice president's willful and repeated disregard for the rule of law, international treaties, environmental protections, and the common good. 
Wexler and Baldwin joined Congressman Luis Gutierrez in penning an op-ed that calls for committee hearings on a bill to impeach Cheney on a variety of charges that include allegations of manipulating intelligence to boost the case for the war with Iraq. A very serious charge. Very serious. House leaders and leading Democratic presidential candidates, however, don't support impeachment. One thing they point to is the time frame and expense that surrounded the impeachment proceedings against President Clinton, citing how the business and politics in the U.S. ground to a near standstill as the nation's attention was diverted by the effort to expose the president over a sex act with a White House intern. Gutierrez saying hearings need not to tie up Congress for a year and shut down the nation. A sex act with the world. That's what happened with this bunch we got in there with these neocon, neo-Nazi bastards. A sex act screwing the entire world. That sounds like a sex act to me. Not to mention the 4,000 American troops who are dead and the hundreds of thousands, if not a million Iraqis. Yeah, what's a few dead people, man? Look at those low gas prices. Oh, look at that. They're all whipped up on CNN there. Oh, Iowa caucus countdown. This time around. There's a Barack Obama with his kids. Hey, a little of bleach couldn't hurt Barack. Make, make him think you're white. Can you imagine if he was white? He would, he would win in a great oh, yeah. fight. I mean, he, he just is heads and shoulders above Swillery and Edward. I mean, Edwards is just... Uh, it's, uh, he's just a haircut. Him and Mitt Romney. The battle yeah. of the haircuts. Oh, but he's got a draw, and that can only help. You mean John Edwards? Yep. Yeah, John Edwards, Johnny Boy, he's a good old boy, and that's what right. America likes, because America's form. basically a bunch of rednecks. Right. Remember Jimmy Carter? I'm going to have to get used to him. I beg your pardon? Jimmy Carter, he was dumb, and he had no... Uh, well, yeah, he wasn't he dumb, farmer, but he had Jimmy no, Carter no personality. He pee a lot outside. But he had a draw. His brother used to drink a lot of Billy beer and pee a lot outdoors. Yeah, well... Well, okay in Amsterdam, because they got, they got pee places outside. I do one of those two things a lot. But uh, with Billy Carter, it was just uh, the whole outside. That was his pee place. Speaking of that, here's the uh, survey. 962. You got the 1,000 made, I think. You got it licked. No, we'll get it. Oh, there's that Dana Bash. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. Where's the baseball bat? Hey, look, at the, look at the donkey teeth she's got. No, no, look no, at no, that. No, nope. Well, nope. I'll tell you what's happening on the Republican she's side. She's got those the senior Wences lips. You remember you used to do with a hand? Saturday, got with that phony lipstick, and uh, she's got donkey teeth. And a little tiny pinhead. She looks like one of those uh, voodoo dolls. What do they call them? Voodoo dolls. Is that what the, they are? The no, they're like the shrunken head. Yeah. What do they call those? Shrunken head dolls. Oh. 962 on the survey. You consider yourself exclusively heterosexual, 743. 77.2%. Bisexual, 80. Now, let's see. Did we put the... Uh... Oh, I didn't send Eric a new poll for tomorrow yet. Well, I better get on that, shouldn't I? I don't have any good polls. Oh, let me uh, fax you some stuff when I print it up. Well, you better get on it, because I don't think I've faxed him on Jumping Maybe on I did, but I don't believe so. Right. Sorry, Eric. Right. Bisexual, 80. Exclusively homosexual, 53. 5.5% homos. Not sure, 52, 5.4%. And asexual, 34. 3.5%. Eh? There's Mike Huckabee. Fine, because the polls say I should. Oh, my God. I don't think he's even got a penis. I really don't. Mike Huckabee. Phony baloney. And if he does, God only knows where it's been. Because he's not one of born-again Christians, man. It's a, que it's a battle of the religion. It's a battle of the Getchkeys, the God Squad. Which one's got the real Tony? Which one's got the real God? Now, what are you going to send me? Some polls from Charlie B. Oh, I'll be nice to him. Who else is helping that, out? That's right. Who works as feverishly and hard to send us the swirl that Charlie does? Well, they can't all be good. We like you, Charlie. We just take the choice. Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami.
I am not gay. I never have been gay. Six thousand dollars, you fairy. Uncontrollable oily discharge. One of the hardest parts of my job is to connect Iraq to the war on terror. <laughs> Love me and agree with me. Jesus, <laughs> the horrible. You fairy. Hey, she is a handsome woman. This were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> Just so long as I'm the dictator. <laughs> I am not gay. I never have been gay. Gay, 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 gay. Not gay, not gay. Gay, 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 gay. Oh, hey, that's a good looking guy. Gay, 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 gay. I hear the voices. Voices, 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 voices. I'm a commander guy. the moon tonight, and our culture is advanced beyond all that you can possibly comprehend with 100% of your brain. That's how we define common article 3. What did Iraq have to do with what? Nothing. Oh, God. Why didn't anybody tell you? Oh, my God. My insides are on fire. No, no, please. No more. No more. No! Get the phone. Call 911. Yeah! Okay. Okay. I think it's all gone. I think it's... I don't want it. I don't want it. Man. Peter, I need you to hold my ears. I don't want it. I don't want to. Boy, I sure like this other mic. My guest mic so much better. Makes me feel like the guest on the show, you know what? Yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit, I don't know, a little uh, twerpy sounding. Not not twerpy sounding. It was just, uh, I don't know, like a little bit of an echo there. It's not bad. It's not a bad sound. It's not a bad sound? No. The other That's one might not. sound better. What? The other one might sound better. I don't know. It does? Why don't you use well, them let, both? Let's do a, a taste test. All right. Okay, here's, here's the uh, what, What's the story? Uh-oh. You got it potted down. No, I don't. There it is. What? Oh, that's because <laughs> <laughs> talking into the wrong. That's because I'm not talking into it. What a jerk! What an idiot! Yeah, that sounds better. It does. Yeah. That guess mic is kind of muffly. I thought it was like kind of tinny sounding. Yeah. So I got to go back to this. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay because the engineer's coming anyway. One of these. Right. They, they say when, what year? What no, them? they said he would be in touch with you. He would touch me? Oh, I don't yes. think so. In the morning. <laughs> Oh, in the morning? Yes. Good. He's a good guy. And he really knows his crap. And I sure hope he's getting um, compensated. <laughs> yeah, well, you can hope. <laughs> no comment now. 
No comment. We've got detente here, man. We have an understanding. Remember in Godfather 3? Mm-hmm. And he said, we have an understanding. And then, of course, they killed him. What is that? Dionne Warwick. I mean, uh, Diana Ross, sorry. Touch me in the morning. Oh, douche me in the morning? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather touch Jim Morrison even now that he's dead than the Diana Ross. He was hairy. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he was. All right, hairy and dead. Oh, come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, baby. Okay, that's enough. He's still alive, by the way, Jim Morrison. He's uh, running around in France with ants in his pants. So here's a little more on Benazir Bhutto. She's still dead, by the way, in case anybody's keeping track. At the time she was assassinated, Pakistan... Now, now let me just ask you this question before I read this story. Mm -hmm. If I went to Woodbine today at 2 o'clock, mm -hmm. would that be breaking my New Year's resolution to go less? Yeah. I didn't say I was never going to go again. We ought to ask Chris. Well, it's how often I think do you, you weren't going to go again. How often I, do you I normally go? I that. I never said that. You, you sure? Yeah. You know, I'm so sorry I asked you because you're such a tub of lies. How often do you go? Uh, you know, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Joe Bell and Chris together? Same person. Yes. Yeah, just this morning. Oh, you were together? And what, what did he say to you, Chris? He didn't say anything to me. Why not? Because George you small potatoes? Exactly. You're small potatoes now? Like he only talks to me if no one else is around. Oh. I don't blame him. Why did you make that up? I didn't say I was never going again. In addition to which, although I did eat yesterday, man, I, I didn't eat any ice cream, I don't think. Oh, yes, I did. I had two ice cream sandwiches. Is that bad? Yeah, it's bad. It was good. <laughs> wow. I didn't say I wasn't having a... See, if you do the ridiculous ones, I'm not going to have any carbs in the next year. Well, of course, you know, we've all done that. It's What's the point of doing it? It's like saying I'm never going to take a dump in the new year. You know, what's the point of saying that? If you're going to make a resolution, make one that's possible. Not, not likely, but... And the good news is that my uh, Dreamfield stuff shows up today, I think. Still haven't had no phone right. call yet, though. From... From downstairs saying there's a package here for you. That's what from. Isn't today January the tooth? Yes. Well, when I get back from Woodbine, win or lose, there'll be a nice package down there for me. And everybody likes a nice package. At the time she was assassinated, Pakistani opposition leader Benazir Bhutto was just hours away from meeting with two U.S. lawmakers to hand them a dossier alleging that Pakistan's inter-service intelligence agency, the ISI, was plotting with its elections commission to rig the upcoming elections. God, I hate the way that button keeps flickering and then it goes out and I have to hit the thing again. I, 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 it would be nice to have your mic light on, you know, so you know when yeah, your microphone is Yeah, that would be well nice. Know, sure. For about eight years now? Uh-huh. According to CBS News, which has obtained a copy of the reported alleges widespread plans to stuff ballot boxes. Any doubts? Oh, there is. I shot Musharraf. To stuff ballot boxes, rig voting lists, and intimidate, even kill opposition voters. Oh, you don't like Musharraf? Guess what? Too bad. CNN quotes the document more specifically as saying, when an opposing candidate is strong in an area, they plan to create a conflict at the polling station, even killing people if necessary, to stop polls at least for three to four hours. Well, even the Bush people weren't that creative. The report, titled Another Stain on the Face of Democracy, was compiled from Budo's own sources within the police and intelligence services. It was supposed to be given to Senator Arlen Specter and Representative Patrick Kennedy because Budo didn't trust the Bush administration, which is seen in Pakistan as strongly backing Musharraf, another crook, a dictator. The dossier also accuses Musharraf's regime of diverting USA into the political dirty tricks, charging that 90% of the equipment that the USA gave the government of Pakistan to fight terrorism is being used to monitor and keep a check on political opponents. 
Pakistani Senator Latif Kosa told CBS, the ISI has set up a mega computer system which has the capacity to hack any of its computers in Pakistan and is connected with the Elections Commission of Pakistan's computers, and therefore they'll overturn the results. Kosa also charged the computers have been used to change the voter rolls. Pakistan's government called the allegations ludicrous. We all know him, right? He's rapping it, baby. Yo, yo. Musharraf's top spokesman told CNN he never heard of the dossier, but that the allegations were just a pack of lies, laughable and ridiculous. All this stuff is going on. All these innocent people are dying. Bloodshed. We invaded a sovereign country. Remember when Saddam invaded uh, Kuwait and the Saudis were peeing in their pants because they figured for sure they were going to be uh-huh. next? And we got all indignant. And we started a war and we were bomb, 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 bomb Iraq. Remember that? I sure do. But if we invade Iraq and we decide that we're going to like depose their uh, dictator that we put in there in the first place, and we're like occupying the country and starting a civil war, and all these thousands and zillions of people are dying, then it's okay. And what is America concerned about? Britney Spears and Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. That's what they're concerned about. $100 a barrel for oil. And what are we worried about? Freaking Anna Cole's body and where we're going to stick it. 978 on the survey. I think you better, you better start pushing a little bit just to make sure you get over the top. Oh, look at that. And the Dow is the, 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 wow, 230, two and a half the Dow is down. How do you like that? I bet you don't like that, do you? Here comes the bunny. There goes your money. Talking about Neil Rogers. Ah. I'm dying over here. We sing this once every year. And just at New Year's time, none of the words are even clear. Are we all out of our minds? Absolutely. One more vodka and line, my dear. It's almost midnight time. Well, we looked it up for on Monday, and we came up with the answers. All, all, all Lang Syne. Remember that? What an educational right. show, man. Something all Zine. the way. What? Sign. Oh, and you know what? No, it's sign. 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 And I didn't play this. We got that one. And the preview says it will tell us what those crop circles mean. Well, where's the one about the Wayne and signs? Is that under WH? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We don't want to be playing nothing about Wayne. No way, baby. I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can mark it down. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Heisinger. Oh, there's one I would love to play. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on now. Where's cool. your fun spirit? There's Chris Dodd on CNN. Good guy. Very qualified. No chance. In fact, I was just thinking two of the most electable, if they were presented right and if they had any chance, Joe Biden and Chris Dodd. Neither one's got a Chinaman's chance in hell. Neither one of them even makes a blip on a radar scale in the polls. So there you go. Like I said, this this is the best the Republicans can do. Mike Huckabee and Mitt Romney, two farbison of a different uh, variety. And Rudy, uh, I've been married 400 times, Giuliani. Don't do as I do, but do what I say. 
Boy, this mic is awful loud. Am I, am I like, coming in too loud here or what? No. Sound great. I'm asking Chris. He's running the board. No, you sound so. fine. I do? I yeah, you know. It's, it's just awful. Uh, I got it cranked up there. This, this mic is better than the other one. You're right. Why do you think that is? It's hey, guess things. what? I just noticed the light was out again. I hate that. I don't know, I don't know how you've been able to. Although the last time I was down there trying to do a show, that was one of the problems. Remember that? Every time I would come mm -hmm. down there and then the overhead, you couldn't get it balanced and the engineers would be running around. What, what is wrong? I don't want to go through it, you know? Don't. Don't be negative. Don't start out your first show on the new year being negatory, okay? Like Don Shula. Hank Don says, Shula. that was Neil Rogers, you know? Don that wasn't Shula. just some schmuck caller. That was Neil Rogers. And there's like, silence. Like who? What? The brainstem. Man, you got some nerve, Shoesmeister. Shining me like that. Well, what do you do with shoes? You shine them. Right. That's, he's qualified for that. Although he'd probably do your left shoe twice because he'd forget that he did it already. You consider yourself exclusively heterosexual? 766. 77.3% of this audience, red-blooded heteros, okay? For everybody who says, oh, that Neil Rogers, that's just a fag show. That's just for a bunch of fairies, yeah? Bisexual, 82. Exclusively homosexual, 55. Only 5.5%. What happened to our 7.3% from last time? We're losing the fairies, man. Not sure, 53, and asexual, 34 out of 990. Yeah, I think you're going to make your 1,000. Yeah, I think Chris. so, too. What? I think so, too. Well, good. Now, we got this. I never did get around to this the other day, and this was it killed some good time on those holiday shows. The Beast, which is from a, a website called buffalobeast.com, not to be confused with our <laughs> Beast. Oh, and speaking of that, we got the schedule for this week. Let me take a look and see. Who's doing 9 to Midnight? Well, we don't have any 9 to Midnight tonight because we got you and basketball. Oh, boy, give me the ball. Uh, the thing that Hank went on about uh, Joe Zagacki there in that, uh, oh, my God. I just, well, what is that all about? 9 to 10, the Beast is on Friday night for one hour. That's, that's more than enough. Right after Dolphins All Access. How would you like to have to follow Dolphins All Access, Chris? That would be great. I bet you when the book comes out two weeks from tomorrow and when we get the hour by hour that the first number of Dolphins All Access in those two hours from 7 to 9 starts with a... Oh! I bet you anything. Thanks a lot, Wayne. And nice uh, deal there, Jolly Joe. Oh! Signing away our lives. Oh, yeah, to think of all the schweinerei that they put on and lose money on. But, oh, no, we can't afford, you know, we got to cut back. And, and the interesting part, like Hank said, they don't negotiate whether we're willing to cut back, which I think both of us would have been very amply, by the way. But, oh, no, we don't want to do that. Here's what we're going to pay, and if you don't like it, goodbye, you know. Crazy. And they come up with some number like, uh, what, what are you talking about, you know? Even George couldn't squeak by on what they wanted to pay Chris. <laughs> oh, they, they offered me something? The Beast's 50 most loathsome people in America for 2007. This is buffalobeast.com. Number 50, I'll go from the bottom up, and, and I'm not going to be able to do them all today. So we'll squeeze this through the rest of the week, okay? And remind me, rest of the week, tomorrow and Friday, to squeeze some more out. And based on the way things started this morning for both of us, I think that should be no problem. I'm no going problem. back right now. No, you're not. During this next break. Are you really? I really am. What did you eat over the holidays? Well, what's the story with you? Uh, what didn't I eat, I guess, is the most important question. Oh, I think I know one of the answers to that. Yeah, that might be the only thing. Number 50, Nicole Richie. No, in fact, now I think of two things. One, I'm positive. <laughs> Number 50, Nicole Richie charges not a brick house, not mighty mighty, vastly easier than a Sunday morning. Her criminal exploits, attended by hollow contritions, do inestimable harm to drug legalization efforts, while inexplicably adding nothing to the forced sterilization debate. Quite possibly a reason the terrorists hate us. Exhibit A, I've just gone through so much in my life that pulling up my top doesn't seem like that big a deal. 
sentence sealed neck high in the outhouse foundation of a popular Mexican spring break destination, jaws propped open. 49. Trent Lott charges old-school Dixiecrat segregationists who switched parties along with Strom Thurmond back when Democrats decided to be nicer to black people. Retired from the Senate early to dodge a new law that mandates a two-year wait between retiring from Congress and becoming a lobbyist, that and the dirt that Larry Flint has on him. Exhibit A was in the singing senators, a closeted a cappella group with John Ascroft, Jim Jeffords, and Larry Craig. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sentence accidentally lynched by blind neo-Nazis. 48. Carson Daly. Charges, otherwise too banal for derision, Daly, who caught, cut his, let me be careful how I read this, who cut his schmuck teeth-warming musical Similac for tweens on MTV, acted as Writers Guild strike breaker by returning there without them. Exhibit A, we didn't know his show employed writers, sentence, forced to appear nightly on the Carson Daly show. These are, these are kind of cute, aren't they? Okay, if you say so. In other words, you don't like these? Nah. Well, I haven't got... <laughs> Well, there's only 47 more. All right. Come Even on twice. now. How's Chris doing with that poll? We got 1,000 yet? It's not a poll. It's a survey. That's the thing that's frustrating. 998. Ought to be like 45,000 on there if we had this gigantic audience we used to have. And did we have one lady calling today? Like I, We have the Johnny Depp lady, which I noticed that's in the poll. Nice going there, by the way, uh, Charlie B. He did a lot of work on that, all the Johnny Depp movies. We'll do that for Friday, I think. But we also have to add, I hate Johnny Depp. I can't imagine. You think there's people that don't like Johnny Depp? There's got to be, right? Sure. I hate Johnny Depp. Not me, but I mean, that's just adding that to the pool. Because we've got a lot of negative people out there in South Florida, man. Johnny Depp, we hate you. Number 47, Mike Huckabee, to which I say... Charges, what's worse, a calculating politician pretending to be a devout Christian or a genuine heartland preacher who didn't come from no monkey? Huckabee is both a Southern Baptist who rejects Darwin, wants to give everyone a gun, and thinks people with AIDS should be quarantined, and a seedy corrupt politician who's never seen a payoff so low he wouldn't stoop to pick it up. Democrats see Huckabee as easily defeated in the general election, but they shouldn't be so sure. Smooth-talking preachers tend to do well in this country. Huckabee is well-spoken, kind-faced, and the opposite of worldly, he's Obama for Hicks. Exhibit A, I got into politics because I knew government didn't have the real answers. That's the real answer, that the real answers lie in accepting Jesus Christ into our lives. I hope we answer the alarm clock and take this nation back for Jesus. Sentence, just as he's about to win the GOP nomination, a freak gust of wind catches Huckabee's excess skin and carries him out over the Atlantic where he drifts for hours before God appears to him, tells him he's a Unitarian, and sends him to hell. <laughs> now, that was kind of cute. He didn't like it. It was cute. Number 46, Judith Regan. Charges has done more to debase the written word than Tom Friedman, defiled an apartment intended to house overworked 9-11 rescuers, just so Bernie Kerr could plumb her putrescent uh, shallows. Contentious working relationship with O.J. Simpson ended with her throat disappointingly uncut. Exhibit A, Reagan books rosters of authors including Rush Limbaugh, Robert Bork, Jenna Jameson, Jose Canseco, Janice Dixon, Dickinson, John Gibson, and Sean Hannity. Apparently, Dracula and the Wolfman had prior obligations. Sentence, death by a thousand paper cuts. Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Hello. I'm calling for Peter Brown. Speaking. Peter? Yes. I'm Clarence, expert radio program director for Sporthole Radio in Miami. The only thing that matters? Mm-hmm. It's been brought to my attention that you're in the market for a new Sporthole gig, and you know, it just so happens that we're working feverishly on blowing out our midday talents, so... Why? Well, he wants a 
money. But he's just not obedient enough. Yeah, but wait a What kind of money are we talking about? Oh, we'll discuss that later. Hey, you're just going to love it down here. The fun, the sun, the surf. It's paradise. Can you give me a number to work with here. What exactly are you offering me? Peter Brown, I want you for my sport hole. So I can put my hand in your underwear. You can kiss me when we go on a date. Then I can bite your arm and nibble on your ear. All the sports, panthers and the dolphins, you'll pop your shorts. With our coverage of ping pong, can't get over how I'm earning well over six figures. Six figures. Having never known about radio before. I have a stable now of sportful sycophant whores. Not a problem since the management here is sharp as a matzo ball. Absolutely. Peter Brown, I want you for my sport hole. Peter Brown, I want you for my sport hole. Okay, 146, 14 till 2, but we better hurry it up. I only got 46 more names on this list here of the worst, uh, most loathsome people in America in 2007. Now, what was the uh, guy in Planet of the Apes? What's his name, Dr. Zeus? Dr. Zeus, that was one of them. Oh. Well, I want to make sure I pronounce it right. Zeus. Sounds like Yiddish. David Gregory is number 45. Charges the notion of his insight rests entirely on his striking resemblance to a shrewder, more beloved Dr. Zayas. Startier than a peep booth wastebasket, Gregory's occasional fake outraged exchanges with various White House press secretaries have established his reputation as a man unafraid to confront the big scandals. Wait a minute. One moment, please. What? I got a message. Telling you. Oh, ready for this? Forget it. Okay. Uh, White House Parkers have established his reputation as a man unafraid to confront the big scandals once they've been well mainstreamed by better reporters. Managed to slip by the Valerie Plame scandal completely unnoticed, though every flasher testified to leaking Plame CIA status to Gregory three days before the infamous Novak column ran. His absurd overcompensatory assurance that he has no problem with being tough notwithstanding, his penile cleft haircut, much like the warning coloration of venomous reptiles, betrays his true poisonous nature. Exhibit A, no dignified reporter would be so visibly happy filling in for Matt Lauer on the Today Show, sentence quartered by horses. 44, Hugh Hefner, charges not dating three vacuous sluts for the articles, bracingly attempting to mainstream necrophilia, an erstwhile icon of virility now forced to marshal every faculty and maneuvering giraffe like his quavering prehensile lips for contracts mooches with his surgically altered concubines, sharing in common with them only arrested adolescents and probably some pretty sweet coke. Exhibit A, idols morbidly like an octogenarian zealot on the periphery of every girl's next door publicity event, ogling dementedly and trying to suppress the faint horror of his impending incontinence. Sentence, Viagra ban. 43, Sherry Shepard. Charges perfectly illustrated the creationist level of intellect when she declared her disbelief in evolution and was immediately stumped about the shape of the earth, explaining her ignorance was due to the fact that she was too busy feeding her children to acquire rudimentary knowledge about anything, presumably further compounded her astonishing lack of basic knowledge when she authoritatively, authoritatively declared that Jesus Christ came before the ancient Greeks and that she didn't think anyone predated Christians. Judging by these statements, she probably thinks there are dragons on the other side of her desk. 
Exhibit A accurately reflects the intelligence of her viewing audience. Sentence pushed off the edge of the earth. Sherry Shepard. I've never seen her because I don't watch that show. Have you seen her? Yeah, she's fat black chick. Oh, well, how she unusual. replaced the other one. You know, they had to, they had to have one. Apparently. Right, the, the token fat black chick? Mm-hmm. 10-11 on the poll, by the way. You got your thousand, Mr. Hotshot. Yes, we did. Aren't you proud? Very proud. No, you're not. Could care less. Bud Selig is number 42. Charges his version of the island of Dr. Moreau is even worse than John Frankenheimer's. The baseball commissioner succeeded in making football the indisputable and inseparable national pastime. Followed up the fan-alienating cancellation of the 94 season in the World Series, the first year without since 1904, by studiously ignoring, along with the rest of the management and tens of thousands of San Franciscans, his players' mutating proportions. A true blue-blooded hypocrite, Bud reaped undeserved praise for omissive stewardship and untold profits for his fellow owners on the back of his grotesquely augmented super-soldiers, and now wants to pretend he's shocked about it. Exhibit A, an irretrievable coward, Selig skipped Barry Bond's record-breaking home run game in San Francisco, congratulating the slugger by phone. Fair-skinned Viagra pitchman Raphael Palmero remains uncharged for lying to Congress about his steroid use. Sentence, designated BP uh, hitting T for Giants, denied medical attention over 162 games. <clears throat> You're right, some of these are pretty weak. Most. 41, Chuck Norris. Charges, only famous for knowing Bruce Lee. Churning out pearl action build for 30 years. Skill as a martial artist, greatly exaggerated. Keach value wearing thin. Total home gym, Walker, a Texas Ranger, once let a little girl battle armed gangsters because she had the power of belief in God. Doesn't understand evolution despite access to mirrors. Exhibit A, campaigning for Mike Huckabee, <laughs> sentence roadhouse kick from Charles Darwin. That's a good line. And number 40, your boy Lou Dobbs. I don't think I have time to do this before. It's, it's long. Read fast. No, I don't, have, I, I don't want to like, uh, do right. that. I'll You're have you hang until tomorrow. Your buddy Lou Dobbs, who never met any a Mexican he liked. And you know what? What? He may have had a point. <laughs> he may have had a point. I just haven't met all that many Mexicans. No, I take that back. Too many. I see. Oh, what? <laughs> nah, it's just, you know. Nothing. You know how it is. I've you know how you life are. is, I've man. met many and only met one I didn't like. Well, good for you. I've met several I didn't like all that much. Okay, we had 1,014 votes on the poll. You consider yourself, it's a sex survey, baby. It's not a poll. Well, maybe look at it. Maybe it looks like a poll. You consider yourself exclusively heterosexual, 782, 77.1%. Bisexual, 86, 8.4%. Why do you think we have more bi people on there now? Are there more, is, the, is the bi population growing? Maybe some of the gay people have, uh, you know, branched out. They put their branch out? That could be. Not sure, 56. Oh, maybe that, that, should be the, that should be the logo for the station. You're listening to Not Sure, 56. Oh, we're sure all right. Jock-sniffing nut jobs. That's what we are. We're sure. Exclusively homosexual, only 55. 5.4%. What's happened to our uh, queens? <laughs> You're asking me? I don't keep track of them. I'm asking you. Where did they all go? Where did Toronto. all the fairies go? Yeah, they're probably here, man. And asexual, 35. Only 3.4%. Asexual out of 1,014. Not not thrilling, but it's it's an oldie but goodie. And thanks again to Charlie B for that uh, nice pile. George has eaten his pile. Can't match that. Stay oh! in Miami town at five six zero oh, WQAM. I've been drinking and driving so long. 
why his wrong Be totally smashed by the time I get to Phoenix But the cop didn't see my point So I need him in the groin What a tender lawn Forget the Wichita Bye.